Hey guys and gals, thanks for coming to our show. Here's some things we want you to know. Attention, Meltcasters! Mention Meltcast inside Meltdown Comics and any variant cover is reduced to $5. Follow through with this exclusive deal today. And welcome to Meltcast 3.0. My name is Derek Vanderbillen, and to my left is... Aristotle. And Eddie is not joining us tonight, today, whenever it is that you're listening. But we do have two guests with us today, one of which we've had on the show before, Mr. Dave Baker. And he's doing our classic Meltcast horn with his (laughs) mouth. And a new guest, Mr. Greg Gonzalez. Hi. Since you're the newest... Tell us about yourself. Uh, my name's Craig Gonzalez. Yes. I am a frequent here at Meltdown. Uh, I participate in the mouthology which they have here. I draw comics, which lean more towards cartoons. Um, and zines, yeah? Yeah, zines, yeah. Okay. I don't do as much as Dave Baker here, but I would like to one day. He's my inspiration. It's it's hard <laughs> to keep up with him. He yeah. sounds like a locomotive when he speaks, mm-hmm. and then when he tells you what he's doing, yeah. there's no reason not to believe you are actually a locomotive. Yeah. <laughs> or the bionic man. He makes himself sound like Howard Hughes. Like, I'm doing everything, yeah. <laughs> Even meth. <laughs> I love meth. As much meth as and comics. Meth and comics. You don't I love do a, it. You don't do as much dancing as people on meth, though. It's true. Like the, no, or at I least don't. not that we know. Oh, yeah. I there are videos. <laughs> I do a lot of dancing, but not generally in What would be your uh, dance of choice? Uh, I'm a big fan of the Awkward White Kid. Oh, yeah, that's good. Awkward White Kid is it's a big m- one my me. favorite. Yeah. But it, my, I, I tack on a little bit of not knowing one's own awkwardness. Oh, ah, uh, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, the non-self-aware. Yeah, like the white pathological <laughs> white dancing kid. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Who thinks that there's some the other Bates shade than white? <laughs> yep. I'm exactly. more beige than anybody else. Yeah. Yeah. That's they, they dance like they're made of the uh like gumby sort of consistency where they don't have like elbow like they don't have hinges, yeah. so there's just like one big piece moving. Gumby altogether. dancing is my favorite. Yeah. If I could phase through books, I'd be perfect. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I can only do half of what Gumby does. <laughs> my go to is always Hey, look at me! Like, aren't I dancing so dumb? Imagine if I actually dance like this. <laughs> yeah. I'm just gonna keep dancing like this. And do you so like funny. laugh it off? Yeah, like yeah. I imagine. Is that also with or without uh, intoxication? No. Oh. oh, it's like fully. Let's not even imagine how funny. It's just, man, look at, nice. look at I'm moving. Yeah, yeah. I don't know about you guys, but when I get drunk, I get hyper. And then when people tell me, no, actually, it's a depressant, I go. Okay, uh, there's something yeah. wrong here. Sure, no, it, no, is. No, no. <laughs> it, it depends on who, who yeah. you know, yeah, who it is that's drunk. Yeah, so I don't. I, Every my energy level goes up unless it's like real, 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 real drunk. Yeah, but yeah, usually I'm doing like cartwheels or something. <laughs> I've you know I've, I've protested dancing my entire life. I'm not that guy. But every wedding I have, dan- I have like two wines and then I'll dance my ass off. Yeah, dance, dance, dance. Yeah. There's a there's a point where I go, ooh, this wedding isn't about me. That's how like into the dancing I go. Like fuck yeah, everyone join it. Oh, oh it's boy. about these two people. <laughs> Never mind. Just gonna go to the bathroom. Uh yeah, so that's uh that's the cold opening people. What is a bit of nerdy news that you guys have heard about, Dave? Yes. 
Uh, why are you putting me on the spot, bro? Because I did. I um, I felt like maybe we should talk about nerdy things, but then I realized I haven't checked in with you. Hi, how are you? I'm well. How are you? <laughs> it's been I'm a doing minute. good. I it's doing good. Uh, this is actually one of the the first times that we've done late, late night, night, and I one, feel like. Yeah. I have energy. Yeah, it's a, it's <laughs> when a you do show. late night Thursday for like mm, what do we go forty five weeks? I feel like <laughs> you're just like mm, I don't know. <laughs> it was like a breath of fresh air when we finally did a morning podcast. It was like wow, we blew through that. that Where's everybody awesome. going? Yeah, <laughs> um, it was pretty good. But you, what's what's around the pike for you? Uh, well, we just finished the Kickstarter for Teenage Switchblade. Thank you. And you Thank exceeded you. your goal mm-hmm. by a fantastically. Lot. Yeah, by hundred percent. Uh, 1,089%. Yeah. Really? I was like, yeah. that's not what I thought I saw. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's super, I super crazy. I feel like I won the lottery. Yeah. Like, I don't know how the but fuck we amassed you, that amount you of also <laughs> did. You also did a smart thing, which is uh, give a very realistic, attainable goal. I mean, I didn't think it was realistic. I thought really? just, nobody gave a shit about the shitty mini comics I was making. What, what was your goal? Five hundred dollars. Yeah, but that's, that's that's super realistic. I think yeah. like when I've when some it's almost yeah yeah smaller shit for like I need ten thousand dollars yeah to put out this VHS. <laughs> <laughs> I need ten thousand dollars for rent, and you're like, wait a minute, where the fuck are you living? Yeah. And maybe you get a little more realistic about your dwelling. Um, no, I feel like five hundred is. I can't I mean, think of the last five hundred. Um, crowdfunding I mean that's that I what saw. I was all I was trying to do is print a hundred copies of the book yeah because that amount of money would then allow me to print the book and then flip it and then be able to print 200 that's mm-hmm. basically the way we r- work it is our printer is super cheap mm-hmm. so they let us print uh, in you know not a lot of copies yeah <laughs> um, so we give them around five hundred dollars and they give us around a hundred books and then we can flip that and just keep, uh, keep 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 up the algorithm exactly. Yeah, um, and you know, with the more books you have, the more that is quote it unquote, goes down. Yeah, the more mm-hmm. five hundred dollars you have mm. constantly flipping. <laughs> yeah, um, that's I'm such an inarticulate individual. <laughs> I apologize, sir. There's no stress. <laughs> um, we we had a jingle. We had a jingle that was that told us that we were bad with names. Uh, whenever we attempted to say someone's name, so I don't think. Uh, <laughs> I don't think, I think the uh, fidelity it. to the English language is a part of uh, Melcast. I feel like know? I need to hear that. But yeah, the, the Kickstarter went super well. I feel Good. extremely... I would never say this seriously because I don't believe in this kind of shit, but I feel blessed. Ooh. Okay. Uh, I feel very... Blessed by the Lord? Satan. <laughs> blessed by the Satan. By our dear Lord. The great Kirby in the sky. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I feel very, very fortunate that we man- managed to exceed the amount that now you did. say we uh was that with nicole yeah Gu? yeah nicole goo and i make comics together we do a, a series of books called the fuck off squad so the second book uh is called teenage switchblade and it's about a band on the last leg of their tour coming back to los angeles and attempting not to break the fuck up um yeah that's really good thank you yeah. um and uh old old, D, old g unit here i'm gonna be getting a uh patch and an enamel pin i believe yes, and and a copy, and a copy of the thing and the which it, the it thing. comes last in yeah. the and, and ranking the, like, yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, we, enamel pin from where? We one of the stretch goals. Our our the crazy pie in the sky stretch goal. If we reached five grand, was everybody that bought a book will get an enamel pin. Oh, cool! Uh, and we hit it. Is, is that insane. from from us? We're we're making it. Okay. So we made a pin. Uh, I will pull out the image right now and show you. Okay. Which will be great radio. I'm really, yeah. I'm really loving uh, this push for enamel pins that are coming around. Like this new trend of them yeah. is really well, yeah. neat. Well, yeah, it's it's happening. I was I because I was waiting to hear if maybe that's really cool. I will 
be looking forward to seeing that as an enamel pin. Mm-hmm. Um, but we have uh, enamel pins in the store yeah. um, from yesterday's. Um, who's who's? I, I always forget his name, Quang. but he's like the nicest guy. Quang. 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 Quang? Quang? Is that, I don't know his last name. It's Q U A N G E. See, the jingle or... would go here. <laughs> right. That's where it would I go. I believe it's Quang. Um, but yeah, he comes in. He's he's awesome. He's so nice. I just yeah. the in this shop, there's so many pa- people passing through. Yeah. That I just sort of, as I'm helping someone make like jokes with, and I'm so bad about saying my name. So he's been in several times. Um, I trust you that I'm, that's his I, name. I, I don't know if I'm he pronouncing co- it he correctly. Does, he does Malthology too, right? Yeah, he's around. Right, but right, we he were pops talking, in. I was talking with him for mm-hmm. about, doing, about having our pins done through. Uh, bad with there it is. <laughs> Throwback to just some months ago, but not real recent. Um, not catchy, but I can see it. Garbage. Oh yeah, garbage. the ghost of Christian Bale uh, haunted the earlier parts of our podcast. Did you exercise him? I imagine. Yeah, cool. yeah, that's part of why he hasn't been around. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, Bane showed up every once in a while. <laughs> no, that's but that was a longer I had to get rid of the board because that's all I would do the yeah. entire time we were here. Just <laughs> fuck with that. He board. would just wait until yeah. I said something about darkness. Yeah, and then just play the darkness quote. From Dark Knight Rises. Uh, but yes, anyway, uh, the plug. I have to remember that this is a store where things are pushed out of it. So uh, buy the yesterday's ceramic pins. They're awesome. Enamel they're, pins. They're, um, yeah, enamel. What's the brand name? Made There's from a- teeth. <laughs> yesterday's yesterday's is the name <laughs> of the brand. Yesterday's. Yesterday's. Okay. Um, and uh, there's stuff like... E.T. and a burrito. Okay. That um, so funny. When it looks, it looks like him in the hoodie, but then you realize his legs and his whole body is a burrito in tinfoil. Um, or, or like you went and you bought this burrito, you're so excited, you open it up, and there's a fucking E.T. E. in my burrito. Yeah. And uh, what were some of the other ones that are fantastic? Meltdown. 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 Oh, yeah. Once, that was crazy because when Dave, or um, not Dave Clark, um, Daniel Klaus... Yeah. Did uh, signing here for his book Patience? Uh-huh. The because everyone was finding out that he's the one that's done our logo Mal, for yeah. the store and the font for um, out on the storefront. Um, everyone wanted a pin. Yeah, it was uh-huh. easily the quickest, and they showed up that night. So that's we perfect. sort of pulled them out. And yeah. also, the other one is done by Coop, and I feel oh, like that's just as impressive. Yeah. It just because it was Daniel Klaus that night. It was like, oh, oh obviously the Daniel Klaus. Um, yeah. The Lady Mel on the moon. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's oh, yeah. that's Coop. That I'm fairly basically it looks like scooping. Barbarella um, version that. of of Mel <laughs> looks yeah, great, yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's sold in store here. Yeah. Uh, other bit of shopkeeping happening in the middle of the episode. Uh, we're going to be having free comic book day here on the seventh. I like that, that. That was the tiny horn, <laughs> the keychain horn. <laughs> Um, and, uh, and we're going to be doing, uh, obviously handing out the free books that the publishers will be, um, handing out, but we wanted to do also a very, um, more community. We, we, we don't necessarily want it to be, Hey, come in get your books from us, then go to the other shops. We want to be like, if you want to stay, feel free. And, uh, so we're going to be doing, uh, coloring for, for all ages because we, we noticed that our shop is, uh, selling really well. The 2016 Republican candidate coloring book has been selling like crazy. And we're like, oh, adults are really into coloring right now too. It's very therapeutic for a lot of people. Why don't we just do that for free, uh, free comic book day? So the kids and the adults that pop into our shop coloring and doing what? 
what you want um, <laughs> with uh, the templates that we offer. So that's what we'll be doing. Um, and also the DC Rebirth uh, Comics Bundle that we're doing. Get 20 new issues for forty nine ninety nine. Those will be bagged and boarded. Um, and uh, Dave Baker is <laughs> thrilled. He's doing all the pantomimes that say, I really want to take advantage of that. Book. I do. I am so excited. Um, and, uh, so we have that available to you. Um, and the How kickoff many covers you guys selling? Uh, I don't know. We usually only get two. Uh, Dark Knight 3, which I'll be talking about for my pick of the week, uh, was the one that we had the most for. We had, like, I think 10 for the first issue, but there was, like, 50 or 60 that came out for that first one. Everyone wanted so to play within. I don't know, man. So it's A lot of them were cool. I mean, it doesn't matter. It, it was, do you have it was so good. Really? Is that what's happening? I think I think maybe. No, yeah. I kind of don't know your opinion <laughs> on variants. I'm not, are you really? I don't know it. Yeah, no, they're all so, they're okay. cancer and you don't <laughs> you don't like uh, the Marvel hip hop variants. Uh, Marvel hip hop variants are. No, I, a no, no variants are good because okay. they're a cancer on the industry. <laughs> okay, uh, I was waiting to hear if there was bias or not. So I'm no, glad no, that there's no. Not. They're just a, variants in general, like as a concept, promote collectability as opposed to just reading ah. a book. Hmm. They also are very negative for retailers because usually they're one in. The, so, yeah, the way that they do it. Yeah, the way it, it would not be negative. Um, so so go so ahead. There's, and so there's two different thought, type yeah. of uh, variants. There's one to one variants where uh, traditionally speaking, DC Comics has offered one-to-one, meaning they offer two covers and you can buy whatever you want. You can buy 25 of cover A and 25 of cover B. However, that still artificially inflates sales because retailers don't know which person is going to want which retail, uh, which variant, so you order typically more of books that have uh, variants. There's Mm -hmm. also the alternative side of that where it's one in blank. So, like you were just saying with the Dark Knight books, there's literally 50 variant covers and the first one is a one-to-one then there's a second variant, which is a one in three. So you have to order three copies of the primary cover in order to qualify for this. The next one is a one in five, one in ten, one in fifty, yeah. one in a hundred, one in two hundred, one in three hundred. But the one thing is, is that that was about the only time that they've done that. In That's real, not true. Real recent. Yeah. The DC does that all the fucking time. Mm. They also do that. Boom does that a lot. Boom does that. You're absolutely uh, right. They did the, that with Power, Power Rangers. Rangers had twenty five different fucking that was variants. Nuts. Dynamite does it yeah. with like every wow. single one of their number but ones. But DC's DC's pretty good about it. Eddie is telling not me as that bad. you can even. They're just, not as bad as Marvel. You can be. You can call them up and you can say like, "Hey, I know this is a thing, but it's going to sell. Yeah. So can we get that?" And and Eddie, if you were here, you'd attest it. They're usually pretty good about that. Variants um, in general are the devils. But yeah, but yeah, the <laughs> unless it's, it's a Stucco variant. No, even then, like they, they just put them on the primary. Um, the Power yeah, Ranger one also was the So the way that they did uh, issue zero, yeah, uh-huh. uh, was um, showing not the face of the Power Ranger, but basically chest to oh. um, waist down to show the belt, to show the whole outfit and the symbol and various ways of holding a helmet. Mm. And um, Tommy was. More rare than everyone else. White so they suit. had five, white suit. Tommy they was had more rare. Five yeah. standard copies, like five. Yeah. Uh-huh. So that yeah. means you, if you order, you're gonna order. Let's say, oh, I could, I could probably sell yeah. ten copies of yeah. uh, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers number zero. Well, maybe I'll. I'm not gonna order ten of each of them. So I guess I'm gonna order five of each of them. Oh. Maybe somebody will pick up more than one. Mm-hmm. So now that's putting a retailer strain because now you've ordered fifty when you were gonna order just ten. 
Uh, and it's a weird thing where a lot of people still don't understand that it's a very negative thing for the culture, both culture and logistics retailing side. So they pick up more than one comp- comic and get it fucking slabbed and put it on a fucking wall, which is an awful cancer <laughs> in its own right. Like, fuck that noise. It's You've awful. done your research. No, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just a fucking person in the comics industry. Like, I just, you're a man in the business, and, and in the industry. What does that even mean? Like, I'm a person who makes comics. Like, it, and I just want comics to get to everyone. I want comics to be like that's like going into a fucking screening of Batman v Superman colon Dawn of Justice and having a different opening five minutes. Like, right? What? This theater has this five minutes. <laughs> exactly. Like. And they tried to do that with Wolverine, X-Men Origins Wolverine. Ugh. You remember that? Where they had different post-credit sequences? I don't AMC, remember that. AMC had... Uh, I, this is like a foggy, distant memory of mine where I was like, what? I believe AMC had uh, the Deadpool one. I believe Cinemark had one that was a Lady Deathstrike one, maybe? something yeah and then there was Those a striker are being one. picked up the nsa was not happy <laughs> they're like <laughs> variants <laughs> are good variants are good that is the only thing spreading our propaganda variants <laughs> are good variants are good so sorry oh god i'll never fucking take it back i'll never repent he's uh he's converted it's okay now leave <laughs> but take the shot the take the shot comics yes. real quick Free comic book day, there will be yes. a mini, mini, re- very mini zine melt. Oh, cool. Oh, cool. Uh, I'll just have a handful a of tablers, zine. baby zine melt. Uh, <laughs> handful of people out tabling their stuffs. Cool. Yeah, uh, zine there. melt, um, will that be indoors or outdoors? It'll be outdoors. Okay. Woo-hoo. Okay. It's been nice weather. There was a yeah, few yeah, days yeah. in the summer last year where I was like, oh, poor Zine Melt. <laughs> yeah. Poor, poor Zine Melt. Yeah. That's yeah. A... But it's been nice weather, so I think that'll be a good... Um, out uh, in the front. And honestly, I oh. like I like when... Um, oh, it's out in front. Like on Sunset I was, Boulevard. I was actually going to say I like when it's in the parking lot because then nobody's fighting for spots because as an employee here, oh, it sucks yeah. parking yeah. in our lot. <laughs> Because everyone's trying to do it, and there's only, like, it's like trying to park through a dog door. It (laughs) fucking sucks. You've never parked through a dog door before? (laughs) I I have, but it's it's not enjoyable. (laughs) It's It's worse when you're, like, three cars deep blocked in. Yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Or when you're like, great, we got everyone that we needed to um, be able to move their cars so the one person deepest in, and somebody, like, pulls up. And just like parks and then goes to Pikey or something. And you're like, no, we, we had everyone. Where are you? Um, but yeah, so that's parking at Meltdown Comics. Let's keep talking um, about parking woes, everybody. Okay. Parallel. Well, I on. mean, I just realized not too long ago that I parked on the street and I may be boxed in a little bit. So. Probably towed. No, not, not towed. No. I, know my, I know these streets well. <laughs> There's so many here that are just peppered in like a no. You can't do that. They just like on the on it says no, no, no. Par- not, says, no parking. Uh-uh. It's it's like nah, no, I nah. not not and, news. And, and you're but, like why? But street parking news. Yes. I haven't seen them personally, but I saw online that someone's been putting up a uh, no Trump I've anytime sign online yeah. parking signs. That's amazing. Really? That's cool. Yeah. I feel like um, I need a picture with that. I don't usually want pictures with stuff, but I want with, a picture with yeah, that. Yeah, we need that. Yeah. Um, I don't. <laughs> I don't think that um, lops the head off of that Hydra. 
But <laughs> but it's it's it's. Just, I don't it's think funny. it's a stone needed to crush the beast, but it's um, it entertains mm-hmm. for a second, yeah. I suppose. Um, like the sticks sweet, it sweet, to him. Like the sweet sweet catharsis that is buying a variant cover. It feels good in the moment, <laughs> and then just no. I don't know. Oh, I do, well, yeah. Weird a thing that seems tangential, but maybe is on the topic of Donald Trump in a way that could convince somebody, like, yeah, I should stop, like, lending an ear to him and his just awful tentacles that seep into our ears and eyes and nose and just, like, take over the brain. Um, I saw a film that was really good. It was called uh, Look Who's Back. And it was about Hitler coming back in modern day oh. Germany. Mm. <laughs> and it was very. It was. Is it serious? Well, that's the thing, is the reason I liked it is because, at first, it starts off like a sci-fi comic of, he's come back, and yeah. how did he? And then you realize, oh, they're not going to explain that. And then you're like, okay, so he just appeared. Then, it definitely, you can tell it's going to make you laugh. It's trying to make you laugh, and you're, at first you're like, no, I don't want to. And then they are actually very funny about it, and meta about the way that they're telling the story. Mm-hmm. So then, I was laughing pretty pretty good at it because it was also criticizing the current climate uh which i feel like is a world climate almost of well yeah because everybody's gonna be fucked if that dude gets elected this this political disillusion of the establishment and not satisfying what it is we're looking for which is just cut the bullshit but more bullshit seems to be mounting so there is that underbelly of people not wanting that and uh, and being unhappy, and all it takes is one person being like, I know, I know you're unhappy, and I am too, and this is why, and then pointing to something completely absurd. Um, but also, it's very smart in a way of just not um, making Hitler be like, yeah, the Jews suck. In fact, there's it's they he's brought back, and it is it appears like he's a comedian that is doing method, method acting. So they're like... We're going to put you on, but you can do no jokes about Jews. It's not a laughing matter. And he's like, I agree. It is not a laughing matter whatsoever. And you think that, you see how he's like, (laughs) you think that it's like him being like, I agree, we should take care of them. But he misses the context completely. (laughs) Um, And uh, so actually it is very in good taste. It's not like spitting on the grave. It's it's more or less, um, to answer your question of if it's a comedy, at the end... It it makes you say, oh, he's not 100% the problem or the reason why things went the way it did. It, yeah, was, no it was the political climate of, of the, the socio-political climate of people just being dumb enough to lend him an ear to say, sure, sure, we'll listen to this guy just spout crazy talk and be like, oh, we like him. You know, he's, he's saying some absurd yeah. shit. But... At the end of the day, we like him. We don't think he's you know gonna go, he's going to go gas any of them, yeah. and then he proceeded to. Well, so and it, the it, fact that we like pulled out of like Germany after World War II, World War One didn't help them rebuild. Well, the Marshall Doctrine was like super fun. Yeah, what, there's what, are we made no of carpenters. There's, yeah, I know, but right? this is this is Germans making the film, so there was no. The U.S. No, I'm, was not I'm not even necessarily of, saying about yeah. that movie. Just in general, I'm just yeah. saying it's understandable, not condonable, but yeah. it's understandable why a group of people would feel marginalized and completely fucked when the entire world was just like, "Yeah, get fucked." Yeah, <laughs> sure. Yeah. World War One, not great. Yeah. Germany did a lot of bad stuff. Yeah. However, kind of all should have tried to work together because it's a world thing. Yeah, exactly. So um, I thought it was very smart, and I just like that. 
it is not your typical oh yeah just a flick just a popcorn flick it was it was something that made me laugh but i wasn't sure why and then it sort of like leads you to this is many reasons why people feel this way and laugh and it's okay but the outcome cannot be this again you know what i mean yeah so it was i'd say check it out it's on netflix what's it called again? um look who's back, who's back. Which is funny because it immediately I had to stop myself from saying "Look who's look who's talking." Um, <laughs> it's where funny, Bla- I almost said that when yeah. you said "Look who's back." Yeah, where um, uh, where Bruce Willis plays a baby. It's not that. It's he, it's no, Hitler, I would watch it's Hitler where coming Bruce back. Willis plays played Hitler. A, played a baby Hitler though. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, "What's going on? I feel like uh, this isn't a good environment to grow up in. He I want to be a painter." No, nope, he doesn't play me. a baby. He does the voice of a baby. Yes, <laughs> that's how big would it be though if, if he, he played a baby. baby. He's bald. He, he looks like a baby. Diaper. Yeah, sixty-year-old <laughs> man being bottled. <laughs> I would love it. You know. Who knows? He might get desperate for a paycheck That's at true. some point. He hasn't been anything when, in a while. When they won't make yeah, Die Hard 37. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, ah, I thought I was going to beat out the Fast and the Furious franchise. Guess not. <laughs> nah, man. They're already beating them. Yep. Already. Crazy. Already. Yeah, already. It's only I five. Don't believe they plan on stopping. I think they're going to stop at ten. You think so? Are they? Double digits are going to stop? That's what I've heard is that uh, eight will be a standalone and then nine and ten are going to be like back-to-back like, standalone what like Tokyo Drift of just something uh, else no I mean like they're gonna shoot it they're gonna shoot 8 by oh, okay. like not as part of a trilogy they're just gonna shoot 8 which I'm sure will be in the Isn't same is that the one that's supposed to have Kurt Russell though Kurt Russell has is in 7 oh you wait, he was did. already in it yeah he's in 7 but I oh I mean I'll admit I've never seen any of them I've seen all of I them and I love care. them <laughs> they are amazing uh I really like the first one it was like my guilty pleasure, sort of like I get the whole point was just sort of like male-driven testosterone yeah, totally. for yeah, the yeah. time yeah. with like a definite time stamp. Yeah. The rest of them, like, then I felt like um, Too Fast, Too Furious is a terrible took movie. itself too seriously, yet was trying to have more fun. Too yeah. Fast, too I was serious. just like, oh, no, too you serious. missed the mark. The first one was pretty good storytelling of a underground culture that not everyone necessarily knew existed. Mm-hmm. Uh, then the third one was like, this seems one. cool, but you did it with no one that I really care about. So You what- didn't like Lucas Black? Mm. I love him. I love him. I, His weird, shitty n- southern drawl. Yeah. No, he's cool in a lot of movies where he play. he's just like just a pop-up appearance. Yeah. But, yeah, no, I wasn't a fan. And then You the- didn't like Han Soul O? Oh God! That's that's Hans' last name. Hans' last name is S E O U L dash O H. His name is Hans Solo. Oh wow! I I mean, my nose is bleeding after. So that that. (laughs) (laughs) I uh, that's the actor's name or the character? The character Han. Oh God! Okay, yeah, I do want to vomit. I I, first I was like, I shouldn't make fun of a person if that's the name. No, no, his character's name name is Han Solo. Great, I can't go throw up now. Um, (laughs) Then the fourth one was. Was actually too serious. I thought. Okay. The fourth one was too serious, but it was the a ret- fourth one's a weird was, like origin. Movie. Yeah, it was like returning back to form, which I was like, oh, I see what you're trying to do. Yeah, but I don't think you achieved it. And then the fifth one was like, all right, we have the cast back together. Now let's just make it fucking fun. <laughs> and <laughs> and I was like, oh, I think this is where I can jump the boat. I can acknowledge that people are enjoying it again, which is like great. But Send this off, is yeah. where no, it is where I depart. Yeah. yeah. So, what was the sixth one called? The sixth one. 
No. Because uh, when you said four, I thought too fast, too furious, the number four. <laughs> That's what oh I should have titled. But I, I, was, I don't remember what that one was called either. Uh, it was, wasn't it the Fast and was, Furious? Yeah. It's, yeah it's it was Fast Tokyo and Furious. Tokyo Drift and then uh, fast, fast Five. Oh, no, yeah. Fast and Furious, wait, Furious wait, wait. Seven. You, you just skipped number four. No, that is. Number four is Fast and Furious. Number five oh, oh, oh. is Fast Five. Number six is... Uh, Sixpence and the Furious, sir. <laughs> Got it. Got it. What was it? That was with Jason Statham, right? Yes. Jesus was Christ. Was it the transporter? <laughs> what on, was it? It might have been the transporter. Someone at home screaming, <laughs> It's fucking this, bro! <laughs> He's revving no, his engine instead this. of screaming. You're, you're checking technology. We can do this. Fast Six Furious? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of where it's Fast going. Five. Yeah. All, all these posters say Fast and Furious Six. Oh, yeah. All right. All that's right. what it was. I mean, Let me see what the four was. I guess that's fine. That was. <laughs> I think fast, it was. Four is just Fast and that's Furious. That's also a title. Yeah, Fast and Furious. Yeah. yeah. Which it's interesting because... I feel ashamed that I had to look that up. Yeah. <laughs> I should know that. But I fucking love Paul Walker. God, R.I.P. I, I love all those movies. R.I.P., dude. I don't give a fuck. Are they not um, just Point Blank? Not Point Blank. Point Break? Point break. They're basically Didn't Point they Break it? if they were made they by... Com- they, yeah, they, they are remaking it. it. Yeah. It's like Point Break. They already remade it. It's already, it, it's already oh, done. Oh, did they? It came yeah. out. I don't yeah. know. That movie is so inconsequential. Why would we remake <laughs> that? The, movie, the, the original's great, but it's not a good movie. It's like a fucking schlocky... Is that what the fast... Like, I've never seen any of them. Is that what they are? Kind Point of. Break? The, the first one is Point Break with cars. It's okay. definitely like, hey, do you like SoCal? Right. <laughs> and the rest of the country being like, yeah, I, be- I believe this is a thing. Yeah. Okay. There's lots of like thongs <laughs> yeah. and like racing. Yeah. And... Ja Rule's in it. Oh, cool. Great. Yeah. Did they play the thongs? And a, woman, ah. a woman comes over. This is yours. Whether you win or lose, takes his hand, shoves it down her bra, and uh, then she goes, but if you win, you can get her too. And then a friend way off in the distance goes, I know what you're saying, and waves. <laughs> and then Ja Rule's like, yeah, I'm going to win. And when he comes in dead fucking last, he goes, no, Monica! And he just watches the car go by like he has oh any like ability God. to see this. And the quarter mile race that they're doing manages to take like three and a half minutes. I'd like to and see two girls are dead now. a Fast and Furious type franchise. But don't get me wrong, the, Prius the first drivers. is fucking amazing. With Prius drivers? For, <laughs> for everyone that's more into Economically yeah, friendly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For the eco-friendly driver. And they're trying to park at Trader Joe's. Yeah. Something high stakes like that. And then a Tesla drifts in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it'll be self-driving. Yeah. So it'll be like, dude, I wrote this sick program that makes me look like a fucking badass. <laughs> and I hope that uh, Brother I accepts it. <laughs> there will be like such a, like, kids will look back and be like, man, you could do these things? Yeah, it was the Wild West in the 2000s. <laughs> For a second, I feel like I hear the word the term "wild west" get thrown a lot in a lot of things these days. Like, man, do you? Social media these days is the wild west right now. <laughs> like, I I hear that. Am I the only one? I don't know. It's I a bullshit thing that everybody says. It's I don't like. Mm, I would contest it immediately, but 
I don't know. It doesn't make it true. TV but it's and a, Netflix it's a bullshit and streaming services the Wild say. West right now. Because yeah. I don't think that the thing about it is, is the Wild West was like this sparse place where like people could just do th- whatever. Yeah. That is why it was the Wild West. This is like everyone packed into a, a subway car trying to be like, no, this is what I feel. Well, yeah, fuck you, because you're a dick. And then a number of people being like, no, we're all just going to agree about one thing. Self-publishing, it's the Wild West right now. <laughs> yeah. So I, Kickstarter, crowdfunding, it's the Wild West yeah. right I haven't now. seen a Wild West like this since the last Wild West. <laughs> <laughs> with, with giant mechanical spiders. <laughs> and just a train that can do... Anything with I wish, hidden gadgets. I really wish that I knew the lyrics to Wild Wild West right oh. now. Um, we're going straight to the Wild Wild West. I'm so there's the hook. I'm so got into it. this. Got him. It's it's done. I got you the hook. You that's great. I wish I Big Willie style. That. No, no, yes. oh, no, no. Okay, okay. Um, yeah, but no, I don't agree. I don't agree. That's the Wild West. Oh, okay. I'm not saying that it is. I'm yeah, just I'm just saying people that, say it. The yeah, phrase. Yeah, yeah, you know what's what's interesting is you remember Joe, the the Boston guy that would come in here all the time. Maybe you weren't around because he only came in I think on Saturdays. He was Boston. He had like a Ron Paul button on his like satchel bag all the I'm time. Shaking my head. He's like <laughs> he's like 46 or something. Anyway. Um, it sounds kind of familiar. He but. he was he was a real cool guy. He he had his Ron Paul button like proudly on his uh-huh. chest, 2008, and it was like it made me go like, oh, am I gonna be that about Bernie when I'm like older? <laughs> Hopefully, I hope it comes out in the direction I want it to. But if it doesn't, am I still gonna be like a proud supporter? And I realize it's kind of like a for somebody to just be like, yeah, he didn't fucking win. I still believe. And, like, their policies and what they were trying to do, it's like, am I ever going to love somebody that much? You know what I mean? Even if they lose. Um, am I ever going to have a Romney tattoo on my face? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or, you know, like a, um, a Carly Fioroni or, or, like, yeah. tattoo Well, she on might the be backside. the... She I know, be, she's now... Cruises. She is? She's, Cruises is, she, is that official now? Yeah. yeah. I haven't been online a lot today. today. I think they're trying to do something to rein in uh, the Trump train. Who knows? I, I guess even I guess if they contest it, the Republicans can just go no fuck it you don't know. Whereas the Democrats are it's a little more complicated. The whole party can say no despite your winning no, for for the Republicans. Well, that, well if it goes into a contested yeah um, if it cock not caucus uh, which I don't <laughs> what's it called um, oh my god. <laughs> Contested caucus? No. What did I miss? Someone say something, something about genitals get, quick. Did we get... Okay, we did turn four years old. Okay. No, because... Yeah. Right? If it turns into you a said contested... You cock. It, it was a pause. It's like there was a... There was a, okay. a hiccup. Okay. <laughs> I'm with you, Dave. What the fuck is the name of it? it, it Primary. Turns, no, 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 no. If it turns into a contested... Convention. Convention, yeah. If it turns into a con- contested convention, they can just say, yeah, fuck you. Yeah. Um, which I hope they do. I'm also kind of paranoid about what that will mean in terms of setting a precedent for other we it's a contested fucking uh, primary we need to make a contested fucking yeah. convention it's fine person who legitimately did get the nomination yeah that that's the thing is i i'm not operating on any circumstance where i think trump is good no it's not, not at all. it's not good at all no but what i what i will say is that if he does win the nomination for the republicans I think that that's like they're living in this world of how the fuck and they have to go back and they actually have they have to reassess everything. 
You know what I mean? They have. I mean, don't to... you think they're already doing that? Yeah, but I mean, it, the, it's the, like the Citadel a, is burning. But it's like it's not great that it happened because he sucks. But it was an exposing of a flaw. Do you think you know? they actually view it that way, though? Or do you think they... Yeah, I do. You, do, you I don't do. think that it, it's just, like, this one guy squeaked through and has, quote-unquote... Yeah, I, I do. I think I think even... The, I, I'm more liberal-leaning. Yeah. I, I will say that. Um, but I've never, even as I... When I was a kid, I was like, this doesn't sound like something I should take a side on. Like, I've never heard any... I don't think it's good, you know what I mean, that I should take a side and define as a party, even as a kid when they were sure. explaining t- to me in U.S. government. Um uh, so I've never been, but I've been more liberal leaning for sure. I think both parties are are understanding that there probably will be a fracture. The problem is, is I think there will be more ignoring of we should just splinter off into two different parties. There will be more ignoring than should happen, but I think it is that definitely we have to at least reassess. So the parties that are are like we shouldn't do that, we shouldn't splinter. Go, but we definitely need to take a hard look. There will be other people that are like, no, we are the Tea Party. And there's a reason why. Or we're the fiscals, the fiscal conservatives. You know, Europe's already come to the conclusion that binary is not the way to go. No, absolutely. And so I think the Democrats are doing that too. Sadly, my view, and this is this could be my bias, and I I usually like to say at least I'm biased about it, but I think the Bernie side is going like, no, this is like Whoever's defining themselves as a Democrat and thinks that they can say that and be a part of Hillary's side of things, that's not democratic at all. In fact, she's the most centrist. Mm-hmm. She's almost more right-leaning than Obama was, and I thought he was pretty centrist. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I think this is also going to divide the Republican or uh, the Democratic Party. And anyone that goes, now there's division among the Democratic Party and it's all Bernie's fault shouldn't no, you know it's not, it's not. That. It's, it, it's not i'm not saying that it's hillary's fault i just think that it is it it's a, nece- a necessity we probably needed for a long time is to mm-hmm. stop operating on this binary function and understand i don't know that. if there's i don't know if it's possible at this point though i think unfortunately the republic is in flames and unfortunately i don't know if there's a way to integrate more than the two-party system with the amount of money that is currently in. And Everyone's in- too angry to admit they need to change. I think, I, as, you know, this is weird because I don't, I don't remember hearing any, um, maybe John Stewart did it sometimes. We had kind of a conversation when he came in about The Daily Show. I remember John Stewart being one of the first voices to be like, no, anyone from my generation that thinks millennials suck is so far off the mark and you're just being like the previous generations before you that... Uh, uh, that's almost what generations do. They just look down on who came before them. They don't even take a second to look at how they're good. I think the generation younger than us is going to be a pretty remarkable generation because they are the digital, uh, what's the, um, digital natives. They've been born in the digital age. And while there's such a, like, um, hesitancy that i have to be like and that's a hundred percent a good thing i don't think that's necessarily a good thing but i think it has made them a little more social and understanding that like if we are a unit as a human race we need to understand that we are social beings and we need to look out for each other in the way that we do with gaming in the way that we do with like all the ways that we interact but the flip side of that and again i'm i agree with you but i think uh for the devil's advocate's sake the flip side of that is shit like gamergate Mm -hmm. where there's like weird weird 
people who are so super entitled to the existence of the status quo and an extension yeah, of right. that into the digital world yeah. that I mean that Gamergate stuff is awful and yeah. it's but it's very different from like cyber terrorism yeah. in terms of I think whatever that think means what, for the future. What sucks is and the reason this is it's all coming back full circle. The reason I brought up Joe, our our gentleman friend that came in before he moved back to Boston, is because he did say that he's like what I notice about your generation, not like a this is why you guys suck, is what's happening is we're going we're starting to go towards we love and praise the establishment. We like what's established. He's like if there was such a stretch of like counterculture the clash and liking the sort of punk movement because it was acknowledging there is a fallacy in the way that we're doing things right now and we as artists are acting out against it. But because artists are trying to make it in a way that they can actually pay for what they're doing, I don't know if that counterculture, if if it exists, it's not getting the attention that whoever the fuck on YouTube Red or whomever is getting that exposure so i think there there is things that i'm optimistic for the generation that's younger than us that they will just understand the truths of yeah this this benefits the whole we we should do this but there it will be there will be a reckoning a holy war well i don't know i don't i don't (laughs) know no That didn't come out of my mouth. <laughs> uh, it seemed like that's what you were going to say, no. bro. Um, but yeah, I don't. I I'm excited to see that, and I don't. I I I would like to see us splinter off into four different parties. I would love that. I would that. love that. Do I think that's going to um, happen? Politics no. is or, a wild west. Okay. Oh, <laughs> oh, look at that with the perfectly timed. <laughs> but yeah, um, one last note. Um, since we did sort of veer course into um, politics, uh, there's a lot. There's a number of people that are like Bernie underperformed, and uh, and uh, that's why we should realize it and just vote Hillary. And I was kind of bummed that uh, the last show was was what it was, and it was like only one out of five states that he won. Yeah. Um, but um, somebody did point out that FDR also went into a contested convention mm-hmm. um and that is where the independents show up and he was an independent for the entirety of his career pretty much so his party really hasn't got a vote and he has been running as the democratic party but it's like nader nader didn't nader ran as independent and he didn't get anywhere and i just think there needs to be that nader pers- also ran third party which is very different though he like, did but that's what i'm saying is he did it from the beginning yeah and i think um, Wait. So are you saying you can, that if if Bernie doesn't get the nomination, he could run third party and potentially? Start? I think he could. Well, I think he could. I think he could succeed. But the problem is, is then you're going to get the militant people that are, were that well, blame he was, Nader for Florida. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Is, yeah. That's exactly what's going to happen. And and the problem is, is nobody fears Bush near as much as they do Donald Trump. So there's yeah. going to be harsh backlash on it if he does and it'll be the first public thing that anyone can really go see he said one thing and he's switching it'll be the first thing that they latch on to and so i don't know i don't know what to do if he doesn't get the nomination will you vote for um hillary hillary thank you um i uh it's sad to say i don't think i i don't think i would vote i I don't know if i would be the proud person be like i'm gonna write bernie in um i think i i would probably do that if that's how i feel by the end of it sure um 
Just yeah, you don't ever know. Something you, could come out. And Bernie Sanders could have a scandal. Yeah, fuck a kid. Something. Yeah. Well, I hope not. I hope not. Hey, man, um, you never know. I, I don't ever know. Um, but no, it is very interesting because I I do think about it. Um, I thought it was interesting to hear him say if Hillary wants unity among the party, she's going to have to start resonating with what you know I've been saying and actually yeah. uh, say in a way that um, w- uh, something to make people believe that she's going to accomplish more progressive ideals because nothing that I've heard her say I take as progressive. I don't, I don't, and or the truth. <laughs> yeah. So I, I, that's already in question. And I know that, that the people leading the charge about the emails, I thought that was so distracting or the Clinton um, foundation money, how they embezzled money from yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Um, money is a thing. And, and honestly, whether, whether you agree, agree that it's so attainable what Bernie can do um the fact that he did this entire thing saying look i showed how successful you can be when this is public funding when people just donate a certain amount that is actually nominal compared to or minimal compared to what super PACs do yeah he proved that he already proved that whether he won or lost that a, a candidate can be as successful as that and not play the game of like, oh, it's 1998 and gay marriage is bad. It's between a man and a woman. Oh, exactly. it's 2003. Oh, I'll you change. know what? Love conquers all. Yeah. Marriage is between two people. Who I've love been each fighting other. for 15 an hour for so long when last week in the same sentence we can pull up where you're fighting for 12. Yep. So that's the thing is it's really not that hard to see where she has outwardly lied. Um, but that's also, that's but, also the game she's in. Exactly. And and so I can almost go on a, out on a limb and say she's in politics. It, it could very well be the case that she's saying one thing um, to look like she's benefiting Goldman yeah. Sachs or something and then actually yeah, be trying to ever, help me out. But I don't – I don't. Yeah, yeah, that's really stretching. I, I hear exactly what you're saying and uh, part of me is like I don't think she's a bad person. I don't think she's like evil like a lot of people are like she's the devil but yeah. I don't trust her as far as I could throw her. She's just a player would, in the game. And I would never <laughs> vote for her. Yeah, I just think that she's uh, been so close to money that I don't, I don't know why – like it's – I could believe that she's a – a person, I could believe that, but I don't As see a, what what you could believe. She's a person. I could believe that she's a person <laughs> and like lizard. goes she's through the not, goes through the same <laughs> things that I do. Yeah, but I think she's in she. Um, you could say because she's worked so hard, or because she's whatever, whatever her life path has been. I think she's had a life so differently than the majority of the yeah. nation. Whereas Bernie is, I'm an elected official, and I'm going to show up every day for work. Whereas. Everyone in the Republican Congress has, I think, well, not everyone. I shouldn't say. I shouldn't say that. A large majority have like an attendance of like barely past fifty. <laughs> like I just don't show up and do my job. If I just like walked away from the shop for three hours and be like, how how was it? How'd it go? <laughs> they leave the money in the bowl, and Eddie <laughs> Eddie just be like, dude, I I don't what what were you doing? <laughs> Only on break does that happen. So fifteen minutes. So I have a, an attendance of 95%. Mm-hmm. I'll do that. But yeah, so that's... This whole time, though, I couldn't help but imagine that somewhere, hopefully someone is making a political, like, warrior spoof. Like, there, I see the Bernie bros <laughs> over there, and the Democrats <laughs> over there. Yeah, 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 yeah. And there was all one thing we have in common. Uh, Can you <laughs> dig it? Uh, you, you threw out Bernie bros and... And I mean, I, I needed a lot of names for I, warriors. I know. <laughs> um, Bernie Bros 
here's the thing. They were for sure be a Warriors gang. They, yeah. they would political Warriors for movie? sure, yeah. for sure. But Bernie Bros, when I hear that, I know what's being referenced. I know what's being referenced. Mm. The problem is, is I feel like what happens so much on Twitter um, is there is the tiniest percentile of somebody in existence that we just know would enrage so many people and we build it, we inflate it into this thing that barely exists, but is actually, we think it's like this huge thing. So we take these, like we take this idea of a straight white male who can't get behind the concept of possibly a female, you know, presidential candidate succeeding Mm -hmm. and us having the first. And, um, I know that that person exists um, I also know that there's a number of straight white males that would hands down vote for Elizabeth Warren if yeah. she actually ran. Yeah. But part of why Elizabeth Warren is so cool, Dave's raising his hand, part of why Elizabeth Warren is so cool is because she knows that the Senate is like so also important to our democratic society, if not more so than the presidential checks and balances. Exactly. So it's like separation of power. This is a podcast about coming. Um, that, that, that's why Elizabeth Warren is cool. So I would vote for her if she did decide to run. I would. Elizabeth Warren is she's great. great yeah. But that's part of why she's so cool. She knows that I have to do my job as a senator because it is so necessary. That's why I'm not going to just bog myself down in campaigning and trying to write. Effective change comes from everywhere. So, yeah. She's got her height, man. Yeah, man. She's got her flavor flavor. Count me in. (laughs) So, that would be, if if you can, if you, as an authority, can say, that's a Bernie bro right there, ask them if they support Elizabeth Warren, and I think then the, whatever you're positing with your thesis is disproven. Um, I, it's not like I'm like, that is an offensive term because I just, whatever. <laughs> if you feel that way, great. But um, I do think it's interesting because then if you, I just want to know what, what Bernie Bro, like, what do you think that that is? A guy with. And playing that label, what do you think's being addressed? Because I don't know if I, if I'm, I'm a part of almost what I think is being, so I want to know like the full definition. I think it's more just along the lines of uh, a derogatory term that's traditionally prescribed to someone who if hillary was a man yeah theoretically would vote for them okay so I, that's my understanding of okay. the term where it's used as a pejorative for someone right that's like it's a pejorative that's not necessarily like sexist but it's like but it is in a way i feel like almost because if you if, that's just my under. That's I mean the, I've never actually like sat down yeah. and thought about it. It's like uh, Bernie Bros. But that's the <laughs> thing is I feel Moving like on, I'm going to read this issue of Batman now. <laughs> okay, I I just feel like it's almost like it's addressing the fact that there's a demographic who really wants to cling to a male candidate and not support a female candidate. Uh, yeah. But if if we were to say I'm a Hillary sister and like a group of of men were basically saying Hillary sisters. At there would be there would be like some outrage, yeah. Um, but that's also a very but, different thing, though. But it 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 would be. But there's also think of how many women are voting for Hillary because she's a woman, which is which is fine. We're getting into some dicey territory. I, here. I think I don't it know. Is, I don't. Andrew I don't, dicey I, Clay. Andrew <laughs> dicey Clay. Clay. I don't know if I, I would describe. Don't you think? Don't that. you think? No, I would. I here's, here's what I here's what I would say. Okay. Is 
any any demographic is going to have a percentage of people that that I see that thing that is me that looks like me that I fit into. I want that to be a thing. Sure. The thing like that, the, Trump's supporters and yeah, bigotry. The, the thing is, is is I'm I acknowledge that there's a the side to there is there are those people that Bernie Bros fits perfectly to. But again, it's a part of the larger feeling that I have towards say like Twitter and social media is that's like maybe point five percent and we're treating it like it's forty nine percent. Is it though, or is that just the people in your social media influencing sphere? Or influenced sphere? Because I because I don't know because I feel not, like when I go to trending and I look at it, I'm, it's being treated as a negative I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Sometimes though it's, I look it's hard. at the trending on Twitter and I'm like this shit's out of whack. No way. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Like there was one time where. trending right now. Yeah. <laughs> there was one time where uh, it was like late at night and I was looking at it and it was like straight up. It, w- it wasn't this, but it was straight up like something that I personally give like a lot of fucks about. But most people don't like the humans yeah. or Casanova yeah. or, mm. you know, we can never but go the, home again or, you know, something the, like that. Like it was like yeah. trending on Twitter. And I was like, no, it's fucking yeah. not. Yeah. This is like, it's trending for it's, me. Yeah. It's on... trying to keep you in kind of an echo chamber. Yeah. It's yeah. Not. Yeah. So I, you know, and I don't, I kind of try to stay away from it because I just feel like it is so negative. Because I don't, I can, I, maybe, I can, and maybe this is just the different social <clears throat> ecosystems that we're in, but yeah. I don't really see that stuff. Like I know mm. vaguely I'm aware of the term. Yeah. Uh, and I'm fairly political. Like, yeah. There's, but I've specifically that it, I don't encounter. By the much. way, this wasn't me. There's been so many examples. So many. In fact, one of the, uh, one of the. There's like several Instagrams that just come up for me that are like Suicide Ber- Girls, Bernie yeah, Sanders, <laughs> Bernie Sanders uh, themed. Um, but there's, there is Suicide a Suicide themed Bernie Sanders <laughs> stuff. Yeah. Oh you my god. You follow. Oh my um, god. But they. Uh, Bernie Sanders. Um, I'm so into this right now. I wish I had like a rebuttal, a pun. I'm just never. My pun game is not on. Point. I mean, I said Bernays and Dars. That's not great. No, it's <laughs> not right, good. I'll, I'll at least try. Um, uh, they're they're burning ladies that feel the burn. I don't know. Ooh, but and, that uh, doesn't yeah. sound. That See? sounds like STD. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> They well, need I mean, a, the billboard on such. They, they need a pill. Yeah, the only, yeah they right? need a pill, and the only prescription is Bernie Sanders. Yeah, let's do. Let's go with it. Let's okay. do it. Um, I'm into it. But there's no. There's so many. There's so many. Um, specifically, uh, either female uh, tweeters or Instagrammers that are very vocal about not supporting. Hillary about actually supporting Bernie. Mm-hmm. So it's not like I feel like there's some overwhelming majority of people that are only voting for Hillary because she's a woman yeah, no, and I, are I a woman. But it's but I'm sure I, there's I, some people out there the, that are like the that. thing is is we live we live where there's a there is a hashtag addressing the sort of negative male Bernie supporter. There's nothing and I'm not this is not me suggesting like, oh, to make things equal, we need to create the hashtag that attacks Hillary supporters <laughs> that are female that are just militant toward that's not what I'm saying at all, but it it it's just a very like do you not see I understand what you're saying. Do you not? Yeah, it's just very weird that I don't think. But I just I, except for this context, I just like write that off and go. Yeah, you know that's just again that's an example of a very small percentage. Sure. What do you think Trump supporters' gang would be called? Because I Hmm. I almost immediately went to the Trump racists, but I want to think of something better. 
Something about oh. being tan or orange. Something. <laughs> the, they're, they're the huge mob. <laughs> they're huge. Yeah. They know all the words. They know all the best words. Words are great. Words are great. <laughs> I don't even, you don't even know how many words I know. The greatest. They're the greatest. <laughs> the greatest. Yeah. All the way from Trump's greatest. The Florida greatest. The Florida greatest. Gonna, we're going to be huge. We're going to be a huge gang. Huge. What would uh, they be called? I don't know. What would their weapons be? <laughs> Fists. Semi-automatics. <laughs> no, man. It. People at fucking Trump rallies get clubs. beat up. It would, they would be fists. They would Golf just like a, unprovoked attack. They people. also are all of the registered gun users. <laughs> You're right. Which is not bad to register, <laughs> I, I guess. I, 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 but, but I mean, come on. <laughs> but I mean, come on. If you want uh, a gun, you gotta rob one from, you know, a California highway patrolman. <laughs> like I got mine. <laughs> they don't have guns. Okay, I don't think Fuck. of many, <laughs> many illegal dicey things, yeah. but there is like a human natural thing that like, anytime I see a, a cop at like a... A register, like at buying a donut something. place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I tried hard not to say it. No, um, at the bakery. I was thinking store. at a coffee. There's like, and their gun is just right there. Yeah, I just want to go Jason Bourne for a second, Even. just to show, like, yeah. this I think is, everybody has that. This is, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is like, I'm not the only one that feels this yeah. right. Of just like, I want to show you how this could have just happened right now, <laughs> so that you can learn, and I'm saving you. But there's also a side of it where it plays out where I try to go for it, we just fuss, yeah. and then he's holding it to my head and be like, you really thought you could do this. No and one will know this happened. You don't understand. <laughs> I know how many that. times this happens to me. In a yeah, day. that's true. I, I realized that I've never like unholstered. Like, There's a little clip there, and I've never yeah. done it. And like it's When it comes button, to stage fright, I, I would think. probably like, oh boy, yeah. how do I do this? Yeah. I, uh, I work on a wrestling show t- sometimes, a wrestling TV show, and there's security guards uh, for the live events, right? Okay. And they all have guns. And uh, I end up having to stand next to them a lot because I work with the AD team. So, like, I'm on the side of the wrestling ring during the matches. And uh, I've started, because I've become friends with a couple of them, I've expressed this exact sentiment to them. And they've been like, yeah, I feel like everyone probably has that. That's why I have this special holster. It's like a click thing right here uh-huh. so you have to like smack it like okay. that and then pull it up as opposed to the oh the, I'm, 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 I'm pantomiming shit this is <laughs> yeah. terrible radio um but yeah ever since i've done that i'm like i could totally take it <laughs> yeah i could totally take it i know the secret whereas i didn't know that so i'd be like uh, i'm gonna teach him the lesson uh, uh i i was re- i no i was reaching for you have a a, a mento sticking out and i was just, just trying to grab your dick trying to, <laughs> yeah, yeah, just yeah. Offer that, right. uh, i'm a homo and uh, i wanted to do this you have and nice lips and uh <laughs> and uh you're the most pretty cop i've ever seen be like strangely though you and then it's smell like, like bacon it's like, <laughs> it's like son you can let go of my dick now it's like oh uh but can i never mind <laughs> And that's wow. the first time Melt Cast has ever gone for the homoerotic. And it feels right. And it felt okay. Well, I feel <laughs> like good. now would be the time to take a commercial break. <laughs> so we are coming back from our first commercial break that's ever happened on Meltcast 3.0 uh, because uh, it's the future of <laughs> podcasting. <laughs> to just that we're aware of. To on this platform just sort of leave an opening for commercial even though we have no we have no idea what the products 
I'm not sure now. Wow. Jelly beans. I mean, we just have to pray. It's not Trump. If it was a Trump <laughs> ad, then we're just going to have to talk shit all over it. I found out I'm they were kidding. talking shit about me, and I made sure. We're going to put ads in their podcast. It's going to be huge. <laughs> <laughs> it's like he just finds out about it. He goes, Milk Ads 3.0. <laughs> I would love that. I would oh, love man. that. The promotion of that would be so great. And then you guys getting promoted. And then the, I can just see it now. Twitter, they'll be like, four Bernie Bros just took a hot <laughs> shit, and I love that they you suck. get lumped in with Bernie Bros. Yeah. Yeah. I said like Listen. four words. <laughs> it's like uh, they just they pick on you the most because <laughs> we said your name at the top the most. Yeah. Gonzo, like, Gonzo Greg. Yeah. Oh yeah, you. You, you um, think Gonzo. country? But yeah, yeah. I wow. Okay, so we. M- Possibly we, don't we, know. We can talk about it later. Yeah, and we yeah, didn't yeah. really collect, but because the platform. Wow, okay. Mm. Interesting. Interesting how podcast is evolving. Uh, anyway, we're going to be talking about the picks of the week. Of the week. Week, week, week. Which, um, <laughs> Greg, I'm pretty sure we were like, oh, did you read any comics? And you were like, no. No. I didn't. I'm <laughs> you here to honest. listen to Yeah, I'm honest. I don't read panel narrative. Yeah. I can't. It confuses me. <laughs> Different boxes are weird. Um, but I'll let you guys, and I'll you know, listen, and I'll buy everything you're you talking. You said you talk about Underworld? <laughs> I will, yeah, that's right. I have not touched the Underworld, uh, Kaz's uh, comic strip Underworld yet, but uh, I want it so bad. From Hoboken to Hollywood. I thought you were just literally talking about the Underworld, and I was like, yeah. yeah. It's okay, dude. I don't know if you need to. Black touch market's it. pretty cool. I don't know if you need to. Oh, you're talking about Len Weens or Len Wiseman's. Len Weisman? Yeah, Len Wiseman's underworld film. I was, I was like, talking oh, about the dark wow. web. Yeah, the, yeah, deep web. The dark, yeah. Yeah, you know. yeah, yeah, deep yeah. web. Um, where all the people that um, uh, want to use the Bitcoin machine here. <laughs> How's that been? Have you guys seen an influx of. Have cor- people been yes, crying? Dude. Here's, the, here's the thing it is two groups. Yeah. Only two. Okay. <laughs> it is only two. Um. It is futurist people that are like, yeah, man, the future's here. Oh, I'm boy. serious. It's going to be so great. This is the way I'm going to be one of the first people that's going to use a BTM and I'm going to tell my grandchildren and it'll be so great because we're, we're moving away from paper and coin currency. We are, which is great. I love them. Then there's the people that you know they're ordering a hit online. <laughs> you know it. I took this call. This is verbatim how the dialogue went. Hello, Meltdown Comics. Uh, yeah, do you have a, a Bitcoin machine? Yeah, we do, actually. Uh, so h- how does that work? Well, uh, you're first going to verify your identification because this is one of the ATMs where they're trying to treat it like a legitimate currency. Oh, I, I have to... Um... I have to I have to verify ID. Yeah, yeah. It takes a picture of your face so that people know that that is actually you there, and uh, and it's not like you know some sketchy currency like is rumored out there. There's there's no way I can can just sort of make the transaction anonymously. No, no. You you ha- you have to bring ID and get your picture taken. So you're telling zero. <laughs> He just wouldn't. He's like, he saw the movie Dope, and he's like, I really thought I could do this anonymously. And it was just so awkward. It was as awkward as my retelling this was, was because it was just like he wouldn't say, okay, dang, goodbye, and hang up. Can you buy comics here at Meltdown with the big, like, if you You can? Yeah. Yeah. Francisco is just like, yeah, sure. Interesting. There, he's like, I want to see what that is. Well, and Dogecoin, right? yeah. And we've had parties Doge? promoting yeah, that. What the fuck that is. is that? That's something that has actually more value. 
um, if we want to actually say that <laughs> yeah. cryptocurrency has value. Right. Which is this, this is me bringing up the challenge of cryptocurrency, <laughs> not necessarily weighing in on if I think it is or is not. It really does sound imaginary, <laughs> but so is paper money in a way, kind of. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It is. Uh, so if we're talking about money. Two, two imaginary things. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so that's the two that come in. And I love the futurist people that come in, mostly because they're self-sufficient. They know far more about it than I do, and I don't have to help them through any of the steps. <laughs> but then everyone looks at, at me and goes, oh, you work at this shop. You're white. You look like an IT guy. Can you help me through every step of this Bitcoin <laughs> transaction as I establish my identity that I didn't think that I had to do? That sounds awful. Yeah. yeah. Sounds so, um, and then I always go, are we getting rid of this thing yet? And anytime that that looks like it's almost the case, Francisco's like, no, man, don't talk bad about my BTM. <laughs> and he listens to these. So I always plant these little seeds of like, I want to make sure he's listening and, and like be greeted with like, hey, that was a good opening, man. Thank you. Or, or thank you for noticing that I entered and not just ignoring me during your podcast. Or... Why'd you say that about my Bitcoin ATM, man? So we'll see. We'll see if it happens. Is but anyway, one of the only ones in the area, right? It is. Like okay. I think there's three they, in Los Angeles, and there's like actually over I think a hundred in New York. Oh wow, okay. Several. There used to be one at uh, Locali or locally, as uh, they call themselves. Oh, that's that. a clever. Yeah, that's, that's a clever one. Uh, locally. Yeah. But I like Locali so much better. Yeah, there's something about that. Well, well yeah. Uh, um, they had one early on before we did. Yeah. And then I don't know what happened. It disappeared. I do want it to succeed in a way. I would like to see it be able to succeed if people want it. I don't think I... It's it's all weird. Because, I mean, I feel like even a debit card is somewhat... Yeah, electronic. uh, And that's what so many of their arguments are. But it is really really weird to just make it kind of all digital. And mm-hmm. just be like, no, there's no way, there's no way the hack. But then again, we're living in a world where that already can happen. Like, so. I want to say there's no way I can hold the thing, but I mean, there's no way I can hold gold yeah. without right, which is essentially what this paper is yeah. backed by. Having a digital or a piece of wouldn't plastic. it be fun? I mean, it's totally numbers. not because we went off the gold standard in paper. like the seventies, right? Um, and I'm saying this in a way of. I I would feel for the people that this really, 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 really mattered for, but. Right when Harriet Tubman gets on the $20 <laughs> to then be like, we're just we're going to make it all digital now. That would be such a, I, I mean, I can't say I'd feel awful about it, no. but I'd be like, dang, that was a, but then when you really think about it, this is a, a note from the Federal Reserve. And I, again, I don't know how this became so political, but the Federal Reserve sucks. So why should I celebrate them yeah. being PC? <laughs> It's one of those weird gray areas of life <laughs> that I just go... Talking about banks. I can... Uh, yeah. Do it, do it, do it, do it! Your segues don't usually work, so this is great. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Four kids walked into a bank. Oh, oh. Perfect segue for one of our pick of the weeks. That is my pick of the week. Four kids walk into a bank. As told by Boss and Mauer and Rosenberg. That's what it says on the cover. It's almost like their code names, but I think it's legitimately it's, their last yeah, names uh, as a creative team. And I, I like it's interesting that the creators in the book are credited in alphabetical order. That's pretty cool. So it's, mm. yeah. yeah, I noticed that too, that it was not writer, like, artist, writer, art, yeah. colorist, it's letter. Art design, flatting, lettering, mm. wallpaper design, writing. Flatting. Flatting. Mm-hmm. And for me. What? 
At flatting. Flatting. I'm looking at it's, you because... Uh, wait, are you asking what flatting yeah. is? Yeah. Oh, uh, flatting is when, uh, in the coloring process, yeah. basically you get the line art and then um, filling in, like let's say my hand was formed in lines. Yeah. Uh, the longest part about the coloring process is actually just putting in the color inside those lines. Yeah. Regardless of what that color is. So a flatter is somebody who goes in and just fills in all the shapes. Yeah. And then a colorist can kind of go in and be like, okay, I'm going to move this to a fuchsia and... Then there's going to be um, a really nice salmon color in this shape, yeah. and like so, they kind of make more executive decisions. Well, you can tell that they, in just not only um, alphabetizing the way that they introduce everyone, but that's that's rarely credited in the book. Yeah. Rarely, yeah. not even as like a tiny little no, yeah, most fine print. Most most colorists have flatters, yeah, and they just don't get credit. Period. Yeah. you just basically you work for a colorist. And then you become, you become a colorist after you meet enough people. It's kind of like, it's the only really last bastion of like the apprenticeship model Got where it. everybody in comics used to get in as an apprentice. You just, you worked as the guy who did the panel borders for insert your favorite comic book artist here. Mm. And then you made friends with the editor and the editor was like, what have you got? What do you, what do you make? Oh, I, you know, do this on the side while I'm inking the backgrounds of I would argue, whatever. Well, you said uh, apprenticeship in comics? Yeah. Okay, I was going to say, I mean, that's kind of what a writer's assistant is in television. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, no, I just meant in comics. Like, there aren't assistants anymore. Because, I mean, I've I've recorded enough writer's panel, I could tell you exactly how to become a writer (laughs) in television now. No, no, absolutely. No, yeah. Yeah, please tell me. Become a writer's assistant. (laughs) That's what you do? And even then, you just got to know somebody. Yeah. You got to know somebody to know somebody to become a writer's assistant, and eventually... You know several people. Hey, kid, what do you got? So when are you... And he also has to have... Your spec yeah. scripts. Mm-hmm. Fucking hand spec scripts. Mm-hmm. Uh, write a lot. Mm. That's that's the basic bare bones of what every everyone says. Mm-hmm. I do, yeah. I do, <laughs> I do think it's interesting that like when you talk to any like creative type, it's like the first you thing. It's like it, it's like the very first thing is yeah, you got to know somebody, but also just do the thing that you say you yeah. want to do. So many people are like, ah, so I want to take the first step. Called, it's like just do it. it. Just do the thing. And uh, you're, you're a great living example of Absolutely. I'm just making these things. Who knows how it's going to do? I'm going to treat it like a business. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to do the thing that I say mm-hmm. I'm going to do. Yeah. I mean, that's how I got the the movie I wrote for Fox. Yeah. I knew somebody who knew somebody and blah, 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 blah. And you were doing it. Yeah. And I had written. Like, can you say what that is? No. I mean, I can tell you off the air, but I'm not going to. Yeah. And well, don't worry, we'll come back. And <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I can tell you off the air. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, um, but anyways, my pick: Four Kids Walking Into a it. Bank. Uh, it's dope. What's the book about? These four weird kids, a tough as shit lady, girl, a tall, weird kid, uh, a real shy, quiet, black kid. And a real shitty Jewish kid, <laughs> like I, it's that, that's who they are, and man, they are a weird team. It starts off with him playing Dungeons and Dragons to kind of give you an example of who these kind of characters are, mm-hmm. and the shitty Jewish kid is so shitty. <laughs> uh, what? And then like uh, <laughs> you, it's it's funny. I get approached on the street day, not daily, weekly, of of actual Hasidic Jews coming up to me and being like, "Excuse me, sir, are you Jewish?" I'm like no, but I get asked that a lot. I look, I look like that. I still don't think I could get away with saying shitty Jew. <laughs> I didn't say sh- I sh- Jewish kid. Oh, excuse me. I mean, I, I, shitty not, Jewish kid. It's not like I was like, 
The shitty, hey, the shitty, shitty the Jew. The shitty is on yeah, yeah, the kid, sorry. and the adjective is, is Jew, Jew is just thrown in there. <laughs> yeah, it's camouflaged. So, but but uh, I know what you're saying. I I know I know you, but and you're yeah. a super anti-Semite. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because you're around you're around so many writers in Hollywood. Anyway, anyway, I I'm just giving you shit to see. To, he is Jewish. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's a kid, and he's being a brat. But I mean, it, it kind of helps, not even helps, it hasn't come up yet, but you can, I can see that it will probably come up later. Uh, after they have this, this fucked up, oh yeah, so you, you, you see, you see what's coming. I, yeah. Uh, there's a, uh, it's these kids, they're playing Dungeons and Dragons, uh, the game ends, the dad comes in, it's like, sounds like you kids are fighting again, I told your parents they did take you home if that happened, do you want me to do that? Or do you want me to go take you to get ice cream? And they're all like, fuck <laughs> yeah, ice cream. And as they're leaving, these four guys just are at the door and then come in and they're like, where's your dad? We need to talk to your dad. And they're like, it looks like a home invasion kind of thing. Like, yeah. dad's like, I don't know who the fuck you are. He ends up pulling out a gun. But you go through the four weird guys at this door and one of them has like a swastika tattoo and he just looks like a real, a real dummy. A dum-dum. It also like kind of tells you like, oh, this guy... Murdered somebody. This guy was in prison for this long. This guy is like the the best knife handler in whatever. Uh, funny enough, the they kind of like they this weird group of kids work really well as a team. And that like while the girls talking to him, kind of like giving him shit, the other kid like has a slingshot ready and hits him in the eye. The dad comes out with the gun. Get the fuck out of my house. So it's like little rascals. Just throw in like uh, the bank robbery, yeah, bank ro- and yeah, or um, the Aryan Brotherhood, <laughs> yeah. Like Which that- is funny because you said sorry to get hung up on it, but you're you can get away with it. You just you just can. Um, but you said shitty Jewish kid, and I promoted a, a movie about Hitler coming back in the beginning. So, uh, I'm, so yeah. like, what is our episode going to turn into? But anyway. I, I understand he, what you well, mean. Well, I guess I, I guess I kind of. He is Jewish, but he's. I'm not trying to kid. put heat on you. I'm just hey. making a joke and realizing, like, did I fuck up with promoting? <laughs> the movie at the beginning? Um, but anyway, so it's a good book. Uh, they haven't quite walked into the bank yet. Waiting to get to that. I like uh, books that promise something within the title <laughs> and with. I really do. When it's like, oh, we didn't get to the most obvious thing. Like John dies at right the end. away. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I love that fucking book. Yeah, and the movie. Um, yeah, anytime that they sort of withhold, started like, both, haven't finished either. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. I love it. Did you, which one do you think you got further through? The movie, and then uh, it was. I don't know. I think it's still on Netflix. But I started watching on Netflix, and then have you ever had like, oh, this title's not available right now. Come back. We could try later. That happened, and then I just. I'm just gonna watch this later. Haven't gone back to. There's a number of things that I feel like are in my list that, for whatever reason, I'm like, I said, oh yeah, I want to watch this when Netflix started almost, (laughs) and I got it, and it's almost like I'm the one that's holding on to that because there's been so many movies that are like we had it for a while and it didn't, but there's movies that have piqued my interest that I know it's like I need to get around to watching that. That it's like the second that I'm like, you know what, no, just take it off my list. That Netflix goes. (laughs) Well, <laughs> give it the button of death, and they just like take it off the system. As long as one person's still like, no, no, no I swear I'm gonna get to I'm gonna it. Get to it, yeah. They hang on to it, but the second is like, no. 
Um, well, cool. Like, so it gets the seal of approval. Who who was the um, was that image? Uh, Looks black like mask. mask. Black mask. Okay, great. Yeah. yeah, they're doing they're doing good stuff. That what's funny is that is a much more colorful cover cover than I feel like Black Mask puts out. Um, black Mask usually lives up to the black half of their name <laughs> in that it's just usually gruesome or dark or something like that. Look, that looks very there's, playful. There's a lot of like great paneling in here. That oh, fuck. this these oh, wow yeah, it's two pages of sixteen or no four by six four by six yep yeah four yeah tiny and panels it, tiny panels with not a whole lot of dialogue but I saw that I was like fuck my face <laughs> this is great that's <laughs> amazing man this is yeah uh, pick it up okay oh, most deaf great um the first book um Dark Knight 3 Master Race <laughs> um book 4 finally came out this is a book that has been is it good uh not delayed have you have been reading no oh. it is good it i read is like good. the first issue and i was like i don't need any um, of this um i my guess is that it's probably too slow of a burn okay for for you i don't okay. not to make too no, no, many yeah, judgments yeah, yeah, yeah. about it but that is the that is the thing that i could easily like s- have somebody pause it and go yeah, I can't really defend that. It is a slow burn. Yeah, um, for me it was. So if you lose interest quickly on things that you're you're probably not going really to. That. For me, it just felt like everyone was doing their best Frank Miller impersonation without <laughs> anybody actually being Frank Miller. Yeah, but he does the mini comics, so um, that's well, not. Yeah, there's uh, and those play integral parts into the story. Yeah. That's that's what I was going to bring up later. Was that like they're, they're usually the promise for what the larger part of mm-hmm. next issue is going to be? Like every time I think back on the previous issues, I think, "Fuck, was that in the comic or the mini, mini comic? comic?" And the yeah. mini comics are just so much more memorable than like. The, yeah, like the past stuff three happens that, that it's like, what the f- like. I love Green Lantern. The Green I Lantern love the character. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but it's like there's three like oracles almost from Candor that show up, and they're basically like, "Oh, you think you can rule over us?" And Green Lantern's like, "No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm just you need to like stop just kind of hovering here and like open up a dialogue." And they're like, "No, we're gonna burn your fucking hand off <laughs> with the ring hand." And it was, and he just falls to the ground, and that's it. That's a oh, mini comic, wow. basically. Um, so, but that's setting up who those three are in a way that I was sort of like, that would never happen. Or, Green Lantern's not that stupid, well, but at well, the same time, I'm kind of like, whatever makes the book good. When, when I saw that, I was like, oh fuck, I never even considered that as yeah. a thing that could happen. Just, just cut off his hand, take his fucking hand, with the ring, like he doesn't have a force field around it. But <laughs> whatever, well, we're not gonna split hairs here. But um, no, the book. As a whole, I've enjoyed... I, it's just a slow burn. Um, it takes almost as much time each issue to have the pundits weigh in on the action, um, uh, issue per issue, that I don't know it was necessarily true for Dark Knight Returns. Um, there is like one There is one issue where it's yeah, pundit-less... Yeah, but I think three out of four basically have a sort of weighing in. And also, though, it's completely different story structure because he's using a sixteen-panel grid predominantly in yeah. DKR, and this is like not. It's like check it out; it's a splash page. No, yeah, it, and then there's a double page splash. It it has and that. And there's um, three panels. It has a lot. What of I I would call classic. Um, but yeah, then it 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 has 
it does well with its single page spread of showing depth. There's one where it it's just one the whole page is just um Batman's scarred hand uh putting to sleep um uh Robin. She's now Batman. Stacy Brown? What's her name? Stephanie Brown. Stephanie Brown, sorry. Um I can never get the name, but I do actually think she's a very cool character. I just always forget it. Um putting her to sleep basically and it's just the entirety of his huge hand that is three times her face and scarred and he's just putting her to bed and so stephanie brown is robin in the dark knight stuff she's because carrie kelly was in the first one yeah and i i because that's how i read the first okay i knew i was getting them confused the name's confused carrie kelly is robin from dark in dark knight returns okay yeah yeah stephanie brown was they don't refer to her a lot that's hence also the confusion is is why i know that she's he's not calling her by yeah, her name. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she's she's assuming the mantle. And that was what was cool is in the first issue, um, which I don't I don't if yeah, you I made it the through the entirety. Issue. But yeah, you think it's him mm-hmm. um because of the way that it's moving, it doesn't really give you a defined like, oh, that's him. You you maybe go, Oh, he looks skinnier, well he's an older man, and then you they pull back the cowl and it's her. Um but now in this issue, uh book four, in the mini comics she gets her own suit and it's like 80s uh pink and green so i'll like oh, yeah. oh i have seen show that. it yeah yeah yeah, yeah. all right so mm-hmm. it's it's very loud it's very flashy um it i feel like it's her being like i played robin um so i get the whole is Klaus cult- jansen still inking the minis um the minis. i feel like it's been different because i know yeah was... it's she's not credited at least which no Klaus jansen is the is the, the ink yeah. Weird? What? Who is inking this thing? <laughs> yeah, it's kind so, of So, um but yeah, this is this Art, was oh, he self-inked this? This this yeah. was a interesting this issue because the first one. this just reminds you that um th- these arcs, the Dark Knight yeah. is is almost as much about talking to you as about Batman and like his philosophies as it is just showing Superman getting the shit kicked out of him (laughs) and him never really fighting the way, you know, he could. And that's what happens in this issue is, uh, the people of Kandor, um, as a narrative note, pretty easily convince her that, uh, her being, um, Superman's daughter, that he's not, ruling as he should and in a weird way in this comic they get to what it could be which is we as a people of candor are watching how you're harming the planet as a ruling society of humans and we now that we have broken free we're not going to allow you to destroy the earth because then that would also destroy us um so uh i don't think they just basically go hey we're a part of the green <laughs> we want you to take out your dad. Uh, but it is very like quick that she does that, and she fights her dad almost for you understand a reason where she doesn't fully understand it. Yeah. Um, but they got through to her. And um, it's just um, there's a point where Batman's like narrating. He's like, he or uh, she knocked him. Batman uh, being Bruce Wayne? Yeah. Or, yeah, Bruce or, Wayne. Uh, she knocked him uh, across the entire globe for three hours. And there's just a shot of um, the Fortress of Solitude um, uh, where basically it's just a trail of blood leading to the Fortress of Solitude. And the entire, like, Candor people are just watching as she does this. And he's not raising a fist and he's trying to, like, say, you can't do this. Um, 
High drama. But the thing is, is Batman has so little agency in this book. It's like, it almost establishes in the very first issue, he's like, I was lucky to essentially, uh, uh, subtext, make it through the last two books. Okay. The very first one, I was supposed to be dead. The second one was very much my... He's not fighting. He's not fighting in this because it's very much like if the the reading audience is going to believe that he would have any narrative still left, there has to come a point where he's like, I just can't fight. Like, there's a, there, my brain is saying like, no, you can. You can actually do this. But it's like, I, I know I will die this time if I go out. So um, he's very much sitting back. He still suits up and goes on like expeditions through the Arctic. But it's just very much like I can't even fight like common thugs because then I just I'd go out. I forget what title it is where Batman does actually he's he's just killed by a common criminal. I want to say is it Hush? Is it at the very end of Hush? Batman doesn't die in Hush. Or or um, killing killing no not oh. killing joke. There's some like yeah there's some afterward where it's just like um. Yeah, no, it's not Hush. Why would I say Hush? Is it Killing Joke that they added on a later edition? Uh, nah, the end, of, the ending of Killing Joke some... is the the camera pans <laughs> down to the ha ha ha. Right, <laughs> but then I felt like there was an epilogue. It was anyway the book that I'm thinking of. There was an epilogue where it, it's basically a common thug just shoots Batman, and he. Oh, is he, that in? A, is that in? The sequel to Kingdom Come, it's the kingdom where they just talk. Kingdom came? Kingdom came. Kingdom camest. Uh, kingdom came I feel like everywhere. maybe there's uh, just like a, I, a one line about that. I it's would like, s- and then Bruce got shot by a common thug. Um, that's why he's not in it. Oh, yeah, maybe that's maybe, not right. Maybe but that's not right. Are you sure it's not your one? I know I'm thinking of... I know I'm thinking of a it, actual uh, artwork that I've seen where oh, he's really? shot. It's like it's like basically him dead with no like a slip? pool of blood, um, and his eyes are like dilated. Mm. Um, so I definitely saw it. I, I swear. Batman R.I.P. Recently? No. no. I'm just naming Batman. Just um, <laughs> being a dick. Yeah, I I feel like a disgrace that I don't know what it is, but recently, I know I though? actually read it because the art was so what recently. No, this was like probably mm. six years back, but I, I thought it was like an older book. Um, but yeah, uh, I think this Batman's very aware of like, well, I could only fight a common thug and they might take me out and I just can't, by pride alone, I can't have that happen. So I'm just going to hang here in the shadows. But it's good. Um, the political pundits that they use are modern day. So you see... Um, Bill O'Reilly, you see, so so I and it made me go, oh shit! The pundits in uh, the first one were they actually pulling from the talking heads of the time? Because mm-hmm. I just took them as stock generic talking heads, but they could have very easily been. Uh, it's been a minute. Since something I've read for the returns. time. I don't know. Um, I don't believe so. I think they're just generic people. Yeah, it's it just sort of seemed like it. It didn't look like anything descript, but these ones are super descript. That's that why stuff was... is, is super hit or miss. Like, sometimes it's really really great yeah. in that stuff, because it really allows for a place in time. Yeah. And Sometimes it's just awful. Yeah, it's a time stamp that you're like, mm, I don't need this. Like like yeah. in The Ultimates, when George Bush is in it, and you're like... <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't yeah. need that. Um, yeah, no, no. way. Um, but uh, the the very last issue, too, was where they threw in it was interesting. Um, there was chaos going on around, and people are just tweeting about it. 
Oh yeah, and st- and tweeting like, "Where's the show? Where are we going to meet up for the show?" <laughs> and so it is very much just like, as much as I said, like, "Oh, I'm optimistic about the generation blows." I do think there would be a small, small demographic that Maybe that's literally us right now. Yeah, but if the, the world, yeah, us. yeah, there's gonna be people that would be like, "Oh my god, they were that that close to like climate change, just fucking the entirety <laughs> of the human race," and they're sat around doing a podcast. Um, yeah. Um, so yeah, that's that was highlighted in the um, the the previous issue mm. that they and that there's this, and it's never like any. It's not attributed to anyone. It's just tweets oh, that yeah, just yeah. happen. That just Let happened. me ask you I this. I remember being yeah. tweets and texts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let yeah. me ask you this. What? Dark Knight Strikes Again felt completely pointless. It felt like, yeah. why does this need to exist? Yeah. Dark Knight Returns is an amazing book. Why does Dark Knight 3 need to be? Um, that is that is the thing that I... And I'm kind of answering in a very roundabout way of not like, oh, it totally does, or no, it shouldn't. I feel like we it's, can only know that once it's over. Yeah, the reveal, I th- it is a very long, prolonged reveal of, like, why. Um, uh, and thankfully, because I like the character, I'm in for the ride. But sure. I, I could see why people would be like, man, it's taken so long to get to its point. The The thing that I think is doing right is that, unlike uh, Dark Knight Strikes Again, it's not making any stupid choices. No point am I just like, what the... Why? Like, why is this happening in a way where it's like, this was a bad choice? Aside from the 50 variants, you mean? Um, Well, yeah. But uh, (laughs) even Eddie and I were like, there's no way we're buying even two of these, but all of these are really well done. Mm -hmm. Like, all of them were good. I think my my favorite's still the Bloody Fist Batman. Bloody Fist Batman was really good, but also, like, spiked boot of just, like, Capullo, just, like, like, old man bats just kicking... Batman or a Superman in the face and it's just blood just like spraying um that was pretty good um that's the only positive thing about variants is that it pays artists for more work you know what I mean oh Scotty Young has almost built his entire career (laughs) on just doing that for Marvel because it's just only positive about variants so yeah I mean I don't I don't feel as I see how it I don't I don't like when it's like it would do so well to just sell these straight up. Like, oh, this is a different cover. Just sell it. Just let it happen. Don't, don't try to do the like. I'm of the like. Don't, don't be Todd McFarlane about it. And be like, yeah, like just put them all out. And like, <laughs> it completely tanks any value whatsoever because of how easy it was. But make it a little easier for the vendor for the vendors. Don't make it so hard to just like. I have to buy. Because then that's true waste. That's like like actual waste of being like I have to do. I have to buy five hundred of this issue just so it can be shelved, so I can get the one of that. That's yeah. where I'm like, you no, see that Greg Land a... variant though. <laughs> Marvel's doing a Wait. one in one thousand Greg Land variant. Why? I know, right? <laughs> of, of Marvel of of one Greg, title, one thousand issues, like the porn of what Greg Land, like that Greg, Greg Land, yeah. Pornface. Pornface McGee, Greg Land. God, I fucking hate Greg Land. So Me much. fucking too. <laughs> Those are like the two things. The only thing that could be better is if if you ordered 2,000, Stan Lee would like r- r- sign it. It's the only thing to It's like a caricature of everything I hate. Variant culture, fucking big business comics, and fucking Greg Land all in one. <laughs> Was that a pro or an anti Stan Lee? Oh, very anti. Okay. Fuck that dude. <laughs> yeah, no. Okay. No. No, the name of the the name of the tour that we just went on was the Fuck Stan Lee tour. Fuck that guy. Sticking it to him because they're that dude. they're. 
I I just I think it's such an interesting like. He is so praised by so many people. He's praised by people who don't know. That don't know. Yeah. But the second that you're sort of like, yeah, this guy took credit for so much. And didn't defend the defenseless and completely fucked everything for yeah. so many people. And we're just like, go, Kirby. He was just like, go, Kirby, go, Kirby, go, Kirby, go. And then. He's Harvey Dent in The Dark Knight Rises. <laughs> Batman is his Jack Kirby. <laughs> you said the Dark Knight. He, he, he means, he's he dead, dead, man. Oh, okay. He's the Dark Knight. I was like, he's Knight, what? Dark he's Knight the Rise. distant Word memory. Knows. He's the he's thing that everyone Knight. worked for, but it's a lie. <laughs> well, I guess the memory of Harvey Dent in the Dark Knight Rises, yeah, is good. Stanley. Oh, okay, yeah, that's yeah. good. We want to believe in the lie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We want to believe that a guy that could just be like Excelsior, everything's great. <laughs> this is a great medium. I saw a look, picture of the table where Jack Kirby used to draw, and it was just beat up old. Uh, fuck yeah, it is. And it's just it made me so sad. It looked like a like they made him like pee in a corner and keep drawing. <laughs> that picture depresses me, but he, god damn, it, he was so good at what he did. Really, that makes me super happy. Does it? Yeah, because that means you put the fucking time in. All right, that's like yeah. that that that's like true. when uh, Dick Giordano's uh, estate was selling his drafting table. Yeah, uh, that thing was beat to shit too, it? and it was like fucked up and old and. Part of me was like, fuck, I should buy that. <laughs> I love Dick Giordano so much. Maybe some of his drawing ability will come to an I, uh, I worked on a documentary about Dean Kamen. I don't know who that um, is. He was the inventor of the Segway. Okay. okay. And What's his, his name? Dean Kamen. I didn't know that. Yeah. I know. Uh, who, I know. I can see his face. I know exactly what you're talking about. I just yeah. didn't know his name. Um, and did he get Stan Lee? Is there somebody that Stan Lee him? <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, no, he, he was very... Uh, he was a, he was an interesting guy. Um, Is he dead? No. Well, no. There was a rumor that he had died, but it was like a investor in Segway that like oh. actually rode one off a cliff. Whoa. <laughs> um, so yeah, and there was <laughs> like, a crazy rumor surrounding that, but he didn't actually die. He was getting phone calls from anyone. But anyway, I worked on that documentary. It's actually on Netflix. Um, it's kind of a, kind of one of my first experiences out here, and I don't want to say it was super positive. Okay. That's right. what I'll go yeah. uh, down that road. Um, but anyway, his I father like was. Segway. His, uh, experiences it, aren't super it, well. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa! Whoa! Aristotle throwing the shade! <laughs> um, uh, anyway, uh, the reason I brought this up was Jack Kamen uh, was his dad. And Jack Kamen worked for EC Comics. And the portion that engaged me the most of the documentary was um, Dean Kamen, who is notorious for never sleeping because he's just working on something to advance... Our Mankind. society, because he he worked on the first uh, blood valve stint. Mm-hmm. He worked on uh, dialysis machines, mm-hmm. um, and uh, so it's not just the segue. It was like the media blew it up to be bigger than what it was that it yeah. was going to change the world. And he was sort of like, "Well, it's going to do a lot. Um, it just maybe you won't understand it yet." Um, and uh, his and he was saying about his dad that he was always working. He spent like fourteen hours in the morning. When I'd wake up, he was already. He was already awake and drawing, and when I go to bed, he was working. So, those old school cartoonists, yep. I was like, "This is my profession. I have Coke bottle glasses, and I'm leaning <laughs> this close to the thing that I'm drawing, <laughs> but I'm doing it for 14 hours." Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, fucking work ethic. <laughs> fucking work ethic. Okay. Um, so that was Dark Knight Three. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you were reserving, I saw you flipping through it and being like, "Okay, maybe." Yeah, uh, the inks look better because I don't know if Jansen inked the mini, the first mini comic. Oh, but it okay. was not good. Uh, I'm also I'm, I, I'm I interested like... to see. I'm interested to read it 
collected because I'm interested to see where the minis would fit. Like, mm-hmm. are they going to put the oh, minis? Yeah, that's, that's the same question I we've had. Yeah, we've had it when I go. Yeah. like, how how do you read that? I just read, read it when it comes and up. Then zine in the I keep I want to call it a zine. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the issue and then the mini comic or in the where the mini comic falls? Do you read that then and then continue yeah. the issue? I I have been reading them all because it's right in the middle of the spine. Um, I don't know if so much thought can go into it when structurally it's like we have to make this actually the spine. Um, so if they, they plan- don't have to though, you could put that on the back. You, you could, could put you could put it in on the last. Like it doesn't have to be in the middle. You could well you yeah could put you it could after put it in the back. The but what I'm saying is like do like three pages and then the mini comic and then the spine and then the that would be a little weird structurally for the they comic. made enough money on those variants they can afford they, it that well, yeah that's true but um uh i just read it when it pops up because it feels very much like a it's a gift it happened here for a reason <laughs> see how it could affect the narrative because it's such a unique opportunity to read a tinier book in a book yeah um that's just do it um and i'm not i'm not particularly lost usually what mm-hmm. it does is sort of it's almost a for it's it's treated i treat it like a foreshadowing of like where does the comic come at the where does it happen at the end before I get to the end mm-hmm. because they don't get to her in that suit until the end of the issue but I've seen her already in it, yeah. in the the mini comic so it's cool it feels like a foreshadowing okay um, so that's that what's what's your that's all I have oh you had the <laughs> other one um, I just wanted to talk about Do you want to talk about what oh yeah, yeah sure would you read? Uh, I read um, injection and I read outcast eighteen. And Outcast is fucking amazing. I started it and I fell off the boat, not because I was getting um, bored or anything, but it was just a. Uh, uh, I had so many other titles to read, I hear and that. I don't. I, I hear don't. That. Um, That's what all new I, Wolverine is for me. I, I, I think it was. <laughs> I think yeah. Yeah, I mean it's a good book. It's a great book. Yeah. It's just there was an There's, issue with her and Squirrel Girl hanging out, and I was like, mm, I, I can give, check I out I for, a sec- for a second. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's Outcast for me was very like. I I all I wanted to do was establish do I like it and do I ever need to revisit it again and I was ultimately like ooh the art's great the storytelling's good. like Kirkman does know how to start a series um, the ending is is something again if somebody wanted to argue it just doesn't end or like it's just not ending I'd be like yeah I I hear you on that I do that's um, also the like express point of both Invincible y- yeah. and Walking yeah, Dead it's like, so if you're going com- to it for that you're, you shouldn't read exactly. it exactly like, and so so that was more that's or less that's like going to a Michael Bay movie and being like I don't know I just don't really understand the character's motivations <laughs> yeah. yeah are you saying I'm never gonna own a collected complete volume <laughs> yeah <laughs> Walking Dead exactly um, uh, so that was more or less the reason why it was like it started off great and I was like great I'm glad that Kirkman can do what I knew that he did yeah when this is an omnibus at some which time, it will be then yeah then i will yeah. i will i will go back to it but yeah, um, it's fucking it was, great it was not something that i needed to keep up on the frequency of it i hear that so. i i specifically dig it because the cliffhangers aren't so extreme like i can't read walking dead in single issues because the cliffhangers are so high that i it just it annoys the fuck out of me <laughs> yeah. like they're so well done yeah. that i need to read it in larger chunks because it's not it's almost not satisfying. It's yeah. almost like, fuck! Yeah. At the end of every issue. So, uh, Outcast is kind of like the weird, subdued, murky, somewhat tired little brother yeah. of Walking Dead. Yeah. So it's that same kind of moody ambiance, but it 
the highs aren't as high and the lows aren't as low. Yeah. Um, so I read it in single well, issues. Because there's almost a, a level of apathy to the protagonist. Absolutely. You Absolutely. Know, that, isn't, that isn't in Rick, where it's like Rick's almost bipolar when you compare him to this protagonist. Yeah, yeah. Because he's like, <laughs> no, I'm so optimistic about the future we could build. And then weirdly cynical, too, of like, no, I tried, I tried, I already tried that route. Yeah. Um, whereas the whole point of Outcast, even though, because I've only read the first trade, um, it seems like to me is like, I have an ability uh, to invoke a change that another person of the cloth thinks that I can do better than what I feel like I can. I was I didn't want to be thrust into this world that just happened to somebody I cared about, which was his mother, correct? His mother and his, his ex-wife, too. Yeah. Stuff happened to her. But the thing that's so great about it is, and this is kind of my problem with all kind of weird Judeo-Christian-y myth stories, like Buffy or like yeah. whatever, is that... You go into it with the un- like the, the specific genre, like Western genre horror stuff, is yeah. like you go into it with an understanding that heaven and hell are real, and therefore the Judeo Christian religion is real, which I have a real hard time stomaching. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like knowing that hell is a real place in Buffy, therefore means that there is the God from the Bible that is real, and I really don't like that. Mm. Uh, and so that was originally the thing. So you're, is, you're not a fan of like Constantine? Uh. I like it, but yeah. there's a level to where I can get, and yeah. then I'm like, yeah, but that means God is real. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, it's fine. Like I'm, it's you know, some of it I can ignore more than others. Um, but specifically in Outcast, that was in the first, you know, couple arcs. I was like, really, they're demons possessed. I mean, okay, all right. Yeah, I'm going from experiencing this more for the mood and the ambiance than the actual genre itself, mm-hmm. and they've started to move it in a direction where. Maybe it's not actually the ones and zeros of heaven and hell, heaven and hell which mm-hmm. I really love. But maybe it is another but, realm, like yeah, Doctor strange. Exactly. Like there's in the last issue, there's this really really great sequence where they're trying to do an exorcism and uh, they don't have a Bible. So Kyle has this idea to just read really loudly out of the phone book. <laughs> so he gives the pastor the phone book. He gives Anderson the pastor the phone book, and he says, just read really loud. So the pastor's like, eh, 421 South Anderson and George Miller. And, and he goes, no, 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 no. And he's like trying to hold this guy who's possessed down. And he's like, no, read it like you think it's the fucking Bible. So he's really? like, 421 <laughs> South Anderson Street. And it starts to work. And after the exorcism is completed, they kind of have this conversation where he's like, maybe it's not actually the Bible that's been expelling these demons. It's just that they're sensitive to noise. And like, all the exorcisms that we've been doing have been in really dark places. Yeah. Maybe they're sensitive to light. So maybe these demon spirit possessing things are something else. We don't know what it is. Maybe they are literal demons, but maybe the literal demons that the people have been prescribing to the Bible. They're usually happening in beds, too. Yeah, yeah. It's basically like a hibernation place. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just really like the fact that they're playing with the gray area a little bit. It helps me invest more in yeah. it. Just because I'm so not interested yeah. in the war between heaven and hell. Because how many fucking comics have we read about the war between heaven and hell? Yeah. Um, but it's really, really, the mood is just so palpable. And yeah. Jordi Belair's colors, man. Her yeah. colors are so fucking great. Like, she even does stuff where, like, she'll take photos of trees 
and layer them in Photoshop behind Paul as a set of drawings of trees to make the backgrounds even more like cacophonous and wow. oppressive. Yeah, they're Sounds really, great. really. It's like. Ooh, I just want her to color every comic ever. She's so good. Yeah. She's so good. Yeah. Um, There's also like heavy, heavy black ink. Oh, yeah. And those tiny that. call out panels, too. Mm-hmm. Like, I yeah. want to know are those Paul Azaceta, like, just deciding to put a weird little call out? Or yeah. is that something that Kirkman, like, scripts and he's like, and we should do a call out of this guy's hand, like, picking up a phone now? Because yeah. some of those things are fucking harrowing. That's, yeah. That's always what I'm interested in figuring out. Like, uh, I don't dive into the pro like, like the director's cut issues that DC puts out. Like, mm-hmm. I don't look at those often, but I do wonder while reading, like, how much of this is the writer writing this should happen? Oh how much yeah. Of this I actually really the, appreciate it like the it's penciler. So informative. Yeah. How much did the inker add? Yeah. What did the colorist add? Like, like uh, who, who should really be credited with what is happening? Some on of the, the ones that right they now. do decide to do that for, it's just like, yes, this is the person. Like uh, Zack Snyder. Or, God, fucking, I did it. I did Scott it. Snyder. I always try to. Yeah, Scott <laughs> Snyder. Yeah. Um, yeah, Scott Snyder. He was one of the ones where I was like, I feel like he'd be really chill, but I want to read. And he actually was. And it, it's just like a very like. You know me and Greg get along because obviously we've done so many uh, fucking comics. fifty issues, yeah, yeah, together, and we've we've made it work. Um, so you see the shorthand, but you also see like what sort of like I'll explain it because there's a number of artists that I've talked to because I've um, I've I have quite a few artistic friends, and I was like, do you want to do a comic? And I think kind of like um when nicole was in here it was sort of like i don't know i mean i am an artist but i it's a different thing yeah it is and so it it takes a level of kind of convincing somebody that they could do it so um i i have like written scripts not providing that much because i think of it like a film script where if Mm -hmm. you're a film script writer and you actually want this thing produced you do not go in with a yeah. ton of detail unless you're later in your career or that's just your thing and you're sticking to it and you're like, no, it's getting made with this level of detail or it's not getting made. Um, but the majority of like working script people will but, say, like, don't try to direct within your... But I've yeah. talked to a number of artists who are like, you got to give me some direction, man, because mm-hmm. you can't <laughs> just like give me like this like thing. It's like, oh, this happens and then this happens. It's like, how do you, even- how do you want to approach it? Not a, but even beyond that, like on the art level, yeah. where like I'm using this as an example. I remember seeing something like this and thinking like, oh, and I I can't remember who it was, but let's say I'm looking at Greg Capullo's pencils mm-hmm. and they're not nearly as detailed until after the inker comes in and then it's like, oh, you didn't do much. You put the bones and the inker came in and put that insane amount of detail. Speaking of Dark Knight Returns, Klaus Janssen drew Dark Knight Returns. (laughs) Like, straight up. Like, Frank Miller wrote it and did layouts and loose fucking pencils. Like, if you look at those original pages, it's like, and then there's a line describing the contour of his elbow, and then... Yeah, you uh, can probably, you can tell when you, I mean, I don't know who did this, but there's definitely, like, some... The inking's not bad, but there's definitely like look look at the hands here. Yeah, well, that's also because fucking Frank Miller's dying of cancer. <laughs> yeah, I'm well, not, that's this, not a joke. Okay, it's not sure a, can, you, like is that the I thing, would wager I, heavily. That's, yeah, well, yeah, that's the thing is like I kind of dance around it too because I don't like I don't want to air out that thing that could be a viable thing, but also like I mean you don't I don't, look, also don't think he wants me 
to like make that excuse or anything. Yeah. Like no, but you know what? When you put yourself up for scrutiny, you put yourself up for scrutiny. Yeah, and like that's kind of what all of this. That's the main reason why I haven't been reading Dark Knight Three because it feels like. Not to be shitty, but it feels like a dying man's last gasp at relevancy. Mm. I guess, if, yeah, that way. When I when I think of it, I think of like more like this, or I would hope that this story's kind of just been lingering in his brain. And mm. Yeah, really but you know that it hasn't, though. You know that it hasn't. <laughs> I don't. I I don't know. I don't know the man, but also like it's it's a. Like, my grandpa's not an angry man, but I would imagine if I was Frank Miller's grandson, I would, like, be like, yeah, man, my grandpa is fucking dying, but he's got that anger and that passion <laughs> that, like, even in his dying days, he's going to fucking do this thing. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I relate a lot to that. that. Like, I relate a lot yeah, to that. Yeah, that's... Absolutely. That's that, Batman's, like, right, I gotta, like, whole... Split. I have to at least give this a chance. But, again, it, devil's advocate, though, do you want to go out... On a shitty book. On a shitty book. <laughs> but that's why I just have to hope it's not shitty. <laughs> he got the shit out. We hopefully this will be like, oh man, he fucking killed yeah. it on his last book. I don't know. But then again, uh, I don't think it ever came out, but or it hasn't come out yet. That Joker book that he's also writing that's supposed to explain the Joker before the Dark Knight Returns. I was oh, like, oh, this yeah. is no longer like a dying man's fucking last book. This is just him kind of going. See, and back. that's why. Uh, that's fuck. why. If again, like it's a whole. There's that Klaus Janssen book he's doing. There's this. There's the mini comics. There's all the one shots. And then 50 variant covers, and the fact that he's not doing it, really. He's, like, show-running it. He's like, I know that if you put my name on this, it will make money. Put my name on it, and I'll have fun having a conversation with Brian Azzarello. I'll get paid to talk to Brian Azzarello. I I think that's part of why it's succeeding... I would wager because in a, in, other people in a, are involved and can kind of tamper his in, in weird crazy well tamper bullshit. it, but like how much of it is actually like a number of people having a conversation, like you said about it, and it working better than what Dark Knight Strikes Again was, you know? Like if you, you just know get, what though, but at least you you know what though, I I take issue with that because Dark Knight Strikes Again is not as bad as people remember it is. I don't think it's I will the greatest give, thing. Ever, I will give it's you not that, as bad as but people. the art was fucking. Awful. I just haven't read it. It is so bad. It's like we've entered the age of digital comics. Yes. Um, so, but also the, the narrative. But, it, but it's it uncompromising too, though. It's uncompromising. Those guys, him and Lynn Varley, went out on a ledge. Was it a good ledge? Did it make <laughs> yeah. a lot of people okay, a lot of money? No, but they did their fucking thing. This, I don't think you can say that it's it's not it's not an authorial point of view. It's a. I've got this idea here, Greg. Will you tell this story? Which, no offense, Greg, but if you told something and I told something, it would be very different. Yeah. Um, I use yeah, lesser words. I, <laughs> <laughs> um, I, like I said, it's a slow burn. If people jump shark, then I, I understand why. But I think a payoff's coming that will be like, okay, that's... I'm not even necessarily talking about the book. I'm talking yeah. about, like, the idea of yeah. the book. Uh-oh. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, if this felt a little more, like countdown to crisis mm-hmm. or other things where it's like very clear mm-hmm. that it's come on you know this is like them being like this is the summer book let's make it weekly let's like if they were really whoring this thing to death 60 um, variant covers isn't whoring it to death no i think that's a celebration i really do i think that's different <laughs> but it also, look how many people they got to do it man you also have to ask so like, look how many what? people they got to shit all over alan moore for fucking the watchman books that, well, that, what do you mean with before Watchmen? Yeah, uh, mm. fuck all those books. Of like, 
the artist asking of this and then the business saying, we're going to do this to your thing. Like, I don't know that Frank Miller asked, I want there to be 60 variants <laughs> instead of like, I'm going to write this book, DC saying, okay, we're going to make 60 variants for you. That's, that's, a good, kind of, that's, that's true. That's, that's a, true. But there's, there's also like, Frank Miller is the type of guy who could say, no, no, very, yeah, he fuck could. you. Yeah. Like, I mean, not to beat that dead horse, but <laughs> he can do whatever the fuck he wants. And fuck variants, they're <laughs> awful. <laughs> that's, a, that's the title of this episode. Uh, <laughs> um, variants, the devil question? <laughs> uh, Rogue variants on the loose. <laughs> I really had only, um, I had another one, but it's a very, I, it's a very weird like last book. Um, oh. I think more my being like, check it out for yourself than going into it too much as the like thing we exit on. Um, oh, it's because we didn't talk the, about racist uh, shit enough. <laughs> yeah, um, this is a book called Strange Fruit um, by Boom Studios, and if you recognize uh, the title um, from something else, uh, the song Strange Fruit. Um, or I don't know if that's the the song or it if is. that's the lyric. Yeah, it is. It's, it's called okay. "Strange Fruit." Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's about lynching. Yeah, referring to the look of of something hanging from a tree and, a ca- human. and calling it a strange fruit. Yes, a human. Um, Do, okay, so th- we were talking about this book actually at uh, Gilman. I don't know whatever this, the thing. I whatever the last convention I did, Long Beach. Yeah, uh, somebody brought up how naming any book that is racist, and I don't know if I necessarily prescribed that. Maybe if there was a book specifically about the creation like of that song, to. or or <laughs> an anti. Uh, my assumption with the book is that it was an anti-lynching book. It was about lynching. Oh yeah, yeah. Isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, that's the thing we talked that's about. What, and we they talked were, about. They, it. Yeah, see, they were telling me that it had nothing to do with lynching, and I was like, "This doesn't sound right. Well, that's not right." There's there's, no mu- there's multiple elements going on. It's a very it's Mark Wade. Mark Wade knows exactly. Shit. That's, that's what Mark I said. Mark Wade's not just out of nowhere going to get racist. Like yeah, like it's, it's maybe, a Superman book called Rape Baby. Yeah, yeah. or yeah, Superman or a Batman book called Let's Kingdom Fight the Come Terrorists. Please. Yeah, um, yeah. So yeah, um, no, but okay. So continue. But, Sorry, but yeah. So that's the thing is like when we talk about race. It's it's like going back to kind of what we talked about earlier. There's just like a small percentage of something that gets blown into something huge. People who don't give a shit about comics weigh in on something because it is a conversation about race, like the whole Miles Morales thing. Yes, uh, they don't get, they don't care. Or like when somebody's like, "What the fuck? Green Lantern's black. He's clearly black. Everyone knows." It. And it's like you're you're showing how you don't know about the thing that you're so passionately talking about you don't yeah. understand yeah he's one of them yeah exactly um yeah. so I, as a green lantern fan and i was like yeah i'm so excited for about this this is that's the one i get most frequently is like well i just think it's stupid that they ca- why would they cast ryan reynolds when he's clearly black uh, but anyway whenever race is the topic it it gets blown up like people miss the whole point is this is a conversation about race it's meant to do the thing of bringing up racism um, but also bringing up things like um, good white people in in an understanding um, bad black. There's a number of things that are happening in the time. It's not. It is not. Un- it's not a black and white yeah, issue. It, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's um, so. What's happening in this is now. What's the high concept on the book? The high concept is uh, first of all, the art is amazing, and it's like Mark Wade basically yeah, I opened being, up the book. Yeah, like, Mark oh, Wade shit. being like, "Okay, JG Jones, do uh, whatever the fuck you want." Yeah, and um, and uh, uh, it, it it just feels like he's basically like, "Look, I can get Alex Ross, and I can get JG Jones, I can get like 
these photorealistic looking people to tell these hyper grounded stories. And in this book, this is basically um, a white community um, is looking for a missing child and a um, one of the black citizens is helping them look for it. And sadly, he gets blamed wow. for it. And so that's like, there's no way you can just sort of PC your way through this. There's going to be shit that is pretty vile. And the whole point is meant to show it that. But it's also talking about white culture and black culture, which I feel like when we, when we, how do I, how do I do, how do I do this? There's talk about history. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's, uh, there's the clearly bad whitewash that's, that's there. Then we also get, um, what I, what I feel like, uh, 12 years a slave is a fantastic film and I love, um, fuck. I can't remember his name though. Cause it's the same name as somebody else. The director, Steve McQueen, uh, Steve McQueen. Yeah, exactly. I loved hunger. That was such a fucking awesome movie. And then when I saw, um, 12 years a slave, that was really great. And it, and it did the very necessary thing of being like, um, let's not kid ourselves. Like there was, terrible atrocious white people that were doing awful things and it was basically giving agency to the fact that that happened and not talking that down and not trying to do either a Django Unchained sort of like let's have fun about this topic of racism um doing a disservice to history but anyway yeah exactly what what I'm going to is this is this is walking a line of similar to To Kill a Mockingbird where really neither party in this very complicated and sad relationship of white demographic during this time and a black demographic during this time uh and the turbulence that existed um it feels like a to kill a mockingbird just with none of the implied very sad sad stuff that happened Mm -hmm. that harper lee was like i want you to think about it but like when you're older and can understand it um because i was introduced to to kill a mockingbird really young my parents were like we want you to understand it and this is almost the nicest way to go about it is because of how much of it is implied sure. and how much of it is is white people white white people trying to grow and and the, the 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 side and the side saying like we saw all this shit happen and we knew it how do we get beyond that how do we grow and i feel like if the topic of race is too much one-sided of anything then it does a disservice which is to show how the two come to understand each other mm-hmm. in a modern context or in a in a historical context and this mm-hmm. book strange fruit is is not it doesn't really pull punches it shows the bad of both it shows but it, it really elevates the good of both of a black man knowing i could get blamed for trying to seek out this white child that's missing that's drowned and then i could get blamed for it but he still does it he still tries to find and then sadly finds that the child has drowned are there superpowers in it no but there is a magical sort of realistic what? side to it what does yeah. that mean mm. no that's a spoiler to ask well i'm i'm pointing to the cover does it does have an element of judeo christian Oh, okay. That, but I just I, I for some reason I was under the impression that it was about like a yeah. Superman style architect archetype. Oh, 
you could pull that out, but it's more the Messiah-like side of, of things. Not necessarily saying that the... Um, this child can fly. <laughs> not, that, not, not that the child is the Messiah, but that the, the Savior figure is, is black. Uh, it's not like they're hitting you over the head with it, but that's, that's more of what I would say is, okay. is uh, working within religious archetypes. For some reason, anything. I thought... And I, I, I'm going to read it when it comes out in trade. Yeah. Um, it but is. No, I uh, thought it was kind of like this is issue three of four, so okay. it is a. Which, it is I following the boom did side you read of icon. Things. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I thought we it was like an icon that. style. Thing. Um, it's not so distant from that, but it's not, it's not as on the nose as I think that maybe. Okay. Maybe when, it, when I saw this come out this week, though, I yeah. I noticed that it was a three oh four, and I thought, what the fuck? How did I miss? I know I missed. I I missed the first. I had to go back and find and kind of read up on what the fir- what happened in the mm. first two because this was just it's such an engaging. Uh, uh, front cover, um, but yeah, I I really like when I was such a I was such an odd kid. I wanted to know, like, I wanted to read the the books for Nerd. adult audiences, like right away. I wanted to read all that Mind stuff, pump. and <laughs> man, we're really just going. <laughs> I've read it down I've the read it. German nationalistic yeah, uh, side it. of things. Yeah, one I did blood demand was one right. I read. I read Will to Power. That's about as close as I came um, in my youth. But you I haven't d- read, I haven't uh, read I, 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 no. <laughs> um, Nor have I read the Book of Mormon. Um, uh, but yeah, I, I was just always reading the serious stuff. So whenever somebody like makes an aim to do that and is not just talking down to me with like one liner after one liner after sure. one liner. I don't know, man. Um, I feel like the Bible's the only thing you need. It wasn't until I discovered Osama Tezuka's eight volumes of Buddha that I went, now this is a religious text that I can <laughs> fucking get behind because that is so good. And actually that is the counter to what I just posited. There's so many one liners in there against this large tapestry of actual Buddhist history. <laughs> Where they're just like, I'm going with that guy and just kind of like do a cartoon like disappearing <laughs> like like smoke cloud in the shape of their body. But anyway, check out Strange Fruit. Uh, I don't want to give too much away. It is something that is definitely going to sort of push um, more of a dialogue of think about racism. Like think about why it happens, how, where the common ground is that eventually makes people get over it and and doesn't shy away from the tragedy of like how of good intentions that go into it and that are rebuttaled with sometimes hate and and how unfortunate that is um uh jg jones and mark wade boom studios three of four it'll be a great trade so yeah all right that wraps us up so we had great guests on we had a new commercial break (laughs) can't wait to hear what it is and, and we had we had classic Melcast mouth horns. Uh, thank you for joining us this week. Tune in next week. Um, I will not be here. I will be in England. But I. London time. So hopefully Aristotle and Eduardo can hold down the four. If not, guests are welcome. <laughs> sup, 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 sup. To, to substitute. Um, this is not a seat with my name on it. Uh, yet. You can you can come in and, and talk. So, uh, thank you, and they will see you next week. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Hey, thanks for picking us up. Like us on Facebook, and follow us on Twitter. We're at Meltcast. We occasionally tweet some things. And while you're at it, 
follow at Meltdown Comics. They're awesome, and you can keep up with all of their sales and events that happen every day.